Hello again everybody and welcome to another episode of Morphtastic Live. This is the audio version of our lives. We usually do lives which we upload to YouTube, but we have decided to switch it over to Spotify Audio too. I'd also like to say a huge thank you to EcoGeckos for sponsoring us. EcoGeckos has opened up a live food store for the UK. Insects, caves, food bowls, tongs, etc. So please check out www.ecogeckos.co.uk. I'm your host, Georgia Elite Geckos, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. So I just sent Junior a request. Yeah, how's it going, man? How you doing, mate? How you doing? Not too bad. Busy, Good. but trying to make time. Yeah, man. You uh, you're, do construction, don't you? You're a bit yeah. like me. Yeah. yeah. So what? What's what? Well, while, while we're talking about it, builder to builder, um, some reason builders and builders just get on. Um, I know. Busy, right? <laughs> I and we just know what we're talking about, so it's like a conversation we can go on with. It's yeah. I, <laughs> Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, do you? Do, I know you was on a pitch roof the other day. So, is is that what yeah. you do? You do you do more, mostly roofs, or is it a bit of everything? So, no, what we do is, uh, yeah, we do rough framing mostly. Um, yeah. We just, you know, out, you know, you frame. We do frame. We frame walls and, you know, pitches and all that different stuff. Sometimes we'll do siding and stuff, but yeah, it's not what my boss likes to do. So mostly it's just framing and. Yeah, we were on the pitch roof the other day and it was raining, so it's crazy. It's it's definitely scary when it's raining. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've been to America a few times. We used to have a villa uh, in Florida, and I was so surprised that your buildings are thin because it's all timber frames. Yeah. Because in the UK, it's brick. We, we we have two layers of brick. So you have, you have, you have a thermal block, insulation, and a brick. Mm -hmm. But in America, if, if a car hit your house, your car's coming down. Yeah, house yeah. Coming down. I mean, it's crazy, yeah, because most what our, our specs call for, we're just rough frame, which is just two by six, two by fours. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then we have our, you know, plywood, of course, and then your stucco or either siding. So it's like, it's not really a nice uh, sound house, but I mean, it Good works. Good for heat, though. Like, it's yeah. good for, like, uh, you guys are hot and, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially anyway, this isn't a building uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right. Get right. into it. Speak about yourself. What got you into the hobby? Where are you located? And speak about yourself to start off with. Um, so, I, I've i always been into animals. Um, I mean, that's how everybody says it, you know, when they're in this hobby, you know, they've been into animals. Um, my list, more or less, is I've always been interested in um my mom would always tell me, she's like, I know you're going to be some something with animals. Because I used to, I mean, as normal kids, I would, I'd be inside watching Nat Geo and mm. Planet for days. I wouldn't watch cartoons. I wouldn't, I would just always be on the animal channel. Um, you know, I always read, like, I used to breed hamsters and fishes, and it was just crazy. And um, my parents, though, they actually didn't like reptiles, just being the parents they are um yeah they didn't like reptiles they didn't like the idea of live feedings and um so the first time i got introduced to reptiles i want to say it was i was about maybe 12 or 10 um my good neighbor uh he knew i wanted i was that was when pythons and everything ball pythons was coming out and different mm -hmm. more and i was getting interested and um like i said my parents didn't really was you know they weren't really with it so um he actually went to the pet store with me and uh i bought it but we made a deal where he would keep the snake and all i had to do was feed it so uh, <laughs> I, 
having that snake for a couple of years until it got too big and he didn't want to keep it. And of course I wasn't going to be able to keep it. So um, we had to give him away, but that's how it all started just from there. And um, I was in Belize for like two years because that's where my people are from. That's a British colony right there. Um, so uh, I was in Belize and when I came back, I, I decided, I was like, well, let me get into reptiles. I was like, I've worked with mammals. I've worked with horses, cows, dogs, cats, the normal stuff. I was like, I want to try and get into reptiles. And um, I was living with one of my roommates, and he had a leopard gecko, a normal, just a regular leopard gecko that he's had for, like, 15, 16 years. Yeah. Um, and I just – I fell in love with it. And I my first gecko, of course, I got from a pet shop. Um, and uh, she started it all two years ago. So that I've been in for, like, about two years. I just started breathing this year and really wanting to enter this hobby this year. So, But I've been keeping for a while now. Yeah, I, what I appreciate with what you're doing is you're doing it the right way, you know, yeah. even like with your photos, like the quality. I always say to people, and this sounds really bad because the difference between UK and America is in America, it's more business minded. Right. When in the UK, you're, put it this way, I don't know a top end breeder that has it as a business. Right. No, there is there is there isn't any because we have to go through certain licenses. So yeah. Reptiles, you have to get something called an AAL license. Um so that way they have to come, you have to have an inspection, you have to have every animal in a thirty two litre tub. And I'm not too sure that is in quartz, but it's a, a big, big tub. Right. It's possible yeah. to house everything in. Um so yeah, it, 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 there there is differences, but what I appreciate you and I always say to people is a good quality photo will add a hundred pounds onto a gecko. Oh, definitely. And yeah. thing is, what I try to, because I, you know, like even though I'm a new newcomer, and um, I get a lot of people ask me questions, and I always try to be, you know, and I tell people the right way to do certain things. You know, coming in, I knew that breeding wise, I was gonna have to make sure that I had genetics locked in. I was yeah. going to have all the information from like, you know, way, I mean, I mean, first, second generations is best to know, but if you can go way back and say that, Hey, this gecko, I know this, this gecko came from such and such and, you know, have certain generations down, that's even better. Um, so that's why when I came in, I made sure, uh, when I bought my breeding stock is I bought them from good, um, reputable breeders and yeah. I made sure that I had all my information down, um, you know, and I tell a lot of people, a lot of people, like you said earlier on the live, uh, when they come in, they want 20 geckos. They want all the geckos they can get and breed. And then next thing you know, you have too many hatchlings and you don't know what to do with them because nobody knows who you are. And that's what a lot of new breeders have problems with is trying to get in. Now they bred all this and they're like, well, I need to get rid of all these geckos. Yes, no, because a lot of people don't know who you are. And, you know, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of scam people out there. They'll scam you. Yeah. People. I mean, I had a post the other day, this guy, he posted on my, like, two pictures and asked if I wanted to black down. I was like, um, I'm okay. I was like, There's Yeah, no I've, I've got, someone commented on my Red Diamond post and was like, hi, I'm looking uh, to re, I'm, I'm, I've got a new job. I'm looking to rehome a black knight. Please message me. <laughs> it's like, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. And no, uh, I was like, you can't play that with me. I'm okay. Yeah. So I tell a lot of people, you know, just make sure when you're coming in and, um, just make sure you have a plan as well, too, because you don't want to buy just because you like that gecko. I mean, if you end up, you know, if, it's fine if you want to keep the gecko as a pet. Um, but if once you have a project that you want to really work on and that you're passionate about, my suggestion would be, you know, make sure your stock is for what you want and not buy 
things that other people have because that was what the the road I was heading down to is like I saw a lot of people have this and I was like well maybe I should get that because they have it and I was going in that spiral and I realized that well it's not making me happy anymore I was like and I didn't want that I wanted I wanted to be passionate about it still so a lot of my inventory is just everything that I want to work with and that I want to breed for so that's just my advice to everybody. 100%. It's like a lot of us when we start, I've been doing this since 2016. And a lot of us when we start, it's oh, I want I want to get the best of the best. Yeah. And I want I want the newest thing. And when you go into that vision, it's like with social media. Like if you see your friends with a car behind that, that's all he's got. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So what I'm saying is, is don't stress yourself out and trying to get, the next big thing if you i said this on the last half if you really like max snow trempers just playing max snow trempers, get them and try and produce would, the best ones yeah that's what i tell a lot because um you know i have some buddies that uh like my work crew and stuff they always laugh because they're you know when you're on construction site you talk shit and bullshit everybody and they just love bullshit me because i breed reptiles and yeah. um, i got an egg patch last night yeah like, what are you gonna do make an omelette <laughs> i, I Dude, I just hatched this, and they're like, I was like, they're like, I'm, I don't care, like, <laughs> you know. So, mm. but like, even some of my coworkers are starting to get into it, and um, I have some other friends out here that I've been helping too. Like I said, uh, I don't really like the the money is not in it. Like I I tell a lot of people that I talk to is money is not thing for me. Like if if I have a five hundred dollar gecko and that person really wants that gecko, I will give you that gecko just to see you smile and just to make sure that that is that if that gecko makes you happy i don't the money sign there's nothing on it i don't it doesn't bother me you know so a lot of my friends got a lot of exclusive stuff this year that i bred that i didn't really post about um so they got a lot of stuff and then now i just have like a community i'm building around in my local area i and appreciate that, that. i appreciate yeah, there is more to it than money like if you got a friend and they're like man that gecko is gonna yeah. i need that gecko for a project you know what bro take the gecko yeah you, exactly you need it more than me it's yeah. like um Tribal reptiles. I had a, um, it's a stonewashed cross gem snail, and he was like, "Man, that's 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 a crap." I was like, "Mate, it's yours, man. It's yours." Yeah. How I am too. I just love like helping people and just you know and just like uh, what I I can't even say his name, but we were talking about that uh, that kid that I helped out the other day. Uh, he was just so excited about the trimpers and like. I was like, you know what? I was like, he looks, he was like, just the excitement that he was talking and I just seen the excitement. He had that same excitement I had when I just came in. Yeah, yeah. Had that. People could, like, everybody was like that, you know, not just about money. And it was like, well, you know, I'll help you out. It doesn't mean you, you're going to give them your whole stock. It just means one yeah. deck of somebody's life, like, really fast. And that's what I want to help uh, him out with. And I, you know, helped him out with some trampers and he just loves it. And I, that's just what I'm living for. I just, I, I'm so happy that that just made him happy, so. Funny enough, the guy, the, the tremper we're talking about, I was actually talking to the guy today. I think it's the same person. Yeah. Man, that's a beautiful gecko. Yeah, I and get that. He talks about it with such passion. Yeah, like, that's you know exactly. that, that he loves that gecko. That gecko ain't going nowhere. No, yeah, I, yeah, when he was talking to me, I was like, dang, I was like, you know what? Because we were talking about prices, and I was like, he told me his age, and I was like, you know what? I was like, no. I was like, you're not paying for this gecko. Mm. I was like, cover shipping, and it's yours. And um, the funny thing about it is the same person that I got those geckos, uh, shout out to Nick, if you know Nick from Envy Geckos. Yeah. I had a situation early on in the year. Uh, some things happened, family stuff, and I was just really not in. I was just down. And 
Nick uh, actually helped me out. He gave me a group of trimpers and just to show that he was, you know, the care and stuff that was there for him. So a lot of the stuff, trimper stuff I did have uh, were from Nick. Um, but I did a lot of people that wanted trimper stuff just because my projects are in a different line right now. And I don't, I'm not focusing on trimpers really necessarily right now. So a lot of the trimpers that I did have from Nick, I gifted a lot of people that really wanted him. And like, like I said, some of my cool friends are like, just coming in they're like i want to breed and i was like i got you i got you i got, I got you. so yeah just just that alone just you know helping people out is always a good thing um you gotta you gotta let you, i think i said this not in the last of the live before you gotta help newcomers and I, a lot of people yeah. like oh no you're new I can't be yeah cool. like you're new that's what i hate like, Man, support uh, them support like, them so because of you never know imagine for, yeah. imagine imagine this junior imagine in 10 years time the guy you gave that tremper to ends up being a fantastic and he's made the next big thing. How proud would you be? I'd be so proud. I'd be like, man, I helped that guy. Yeah, exactly. But a lot. I see what I see the problem is, is a lot of breeders, what they'll do is like, if that's the case and they see that they're becoming a little bit more popular than they were because of the geckos that they gifted, they're like, oh, well, they, they hate it. You know what I mean? I'm like, if, if I give somebody a gecko and that person hatches out world first i'm gonna root that person on like i'm gonna root it on i'm gonna i'm not gonna be like hey bro like oh damn that's my gecko no i'm not gonna do it. i'm like dude you did your thing i'm proud that you got your world first do yeah. your th i'm not gonna want credit i don't that and that's a lot of problem with a lot of breeders they just want credit for everything and it's just like dude that's not how it's supposed to be you know what i mean I and like so i just i just supposed to be fun yeah, it's, it's, you're supposed to have fun with it. You're supposed to enjoy I mean, these are living animals, you know. We got to treat them with respect. Um, that's why I think it's so crazy that the, the, the hobby is where it is, just with, you know, downside of money. And when you think about it, I if I if I was given a wish, I would wish that we can all come together and don't even have to worry about dollar signs or nothing, just yeah. breathing and having fun with it. That's all that matters. I mean, it's just, it's, you know. 100%. Anyway, we've got some questions. I know, right, let's get into I know you're fairly new and uh, a lot of people don't know your background and what you've produced so far. And so, so some of these questions might be like, I can't really answer that because I don't have much experience in that platform yeah, sort of we'll thing. So if anything we do ask and you're not 100% just, yeah, just whatever, just, I don't know. I, I do a lot of research, so I, I, I don't think I'll, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. yeah. well, look at you. I want testing. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, somebody's asked, a lot of people in the UK do follow your pages, but a few yeah. you, we've got a UK, um, okay, yeah, yeah, loads of people say, oh yeah, juniors, I've seen his stuff, stunning. So someone's yeah. put, um, what is your plans with the Super Snows or are they galaxies that you have? So my plan right now with my galaxy, yeah, they're, uh, they're galaxies. Um, I don't like calling them galaxy. I just like calling them Super Snows. No, yeah. Um, my plan is, uh, I got a secret plan, um. I can share it. It's not too secretive, but uh, I want to bring in uh, Super Snow Eclipse Blizzard, the combo with the Blizzards and the Super Snow. So I just like the look of how the Blizzards and the Super Snows mesh together. It's just a nice, cool grayish. You can yeah. tell that Super Snow, you know what I mean? But with yeah. the. And uh, initially, funny thing is, uh, when I first started, I was so. I was so in love with the sunsets. I don't know if you know what the sunset and sunrises are. Yeah. Um, when I saw that, I was like, man, I was like, because, you know, everybody, I don't know, but mostly when you look at it, newcomers are always the same morphs they start with. They're either blizzards, super snows. Sun glow. <laughs> yeah, sun glows. <laughs> yeah. Just 
that same repetition. So that's where I started. I started, I bought my first uh, Blizzard and Tangerine pair. Uh, I think it was in December um, of last year. And uh, I was just so fascinated by the, the sunset look, just the Blizzard and the Tangerine mix. It just looked so great and uh, to me. And uh, John had some uh, pictures on his YouTube and he was videoing of the sunsets. And I was just like, man, I need that. And then, but then as I started, you know, reading more into it and just realizing how much work it would have caused, but for a first time, it's definitely not for a first time breeder uh, project. Maybe down the line, I'll start it again, but just the time and yeah, it just, it's not really for a first time breeder. You definitely need to be, you know, and uh, so yeah, that's my plans with my super snow eclipses. I do want to cross them to some breeder. I do have uh, rainbows geckos has some that I, uh, I'm trying to get, um, you're so, going to get. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Blizzard Super Snows that I'm going to be getting, and I'm just going to be mixing those in together. And So we'll see. It, it should be fun to, to have that, though. Yeah. No, I, I like what you just said with the uh, with the project you're going for. It's like not really good for a starter. It's like, uh, I don't know whether you guys in America are familiar with Platinums. It's just a Super Snow Murphy, Murphy. pattern. And it's pretty much a straight up grey looking gecko. Isn't um, that isn't that uh, isn't that with the Murphy's pattern list stuff? Yes, yeah. yeah. And man, that is so hard to hit to get the yeah. MP and the super snow. So if you're a newcomer, you know you might pair it and not actually hit it. I know there's one guy in the UK. Most season when he does aim for that pairing, he'll get one, maybe two. Um, right. I know uh, someone in the comments is working with him as well, Holly. So, um, yeah, so another, another question. We've got loads of questions here, man. <laughs> this, this is a yeah. matters. <laughs> um, I suppose this is one we answered earlier. Um, what advice would you give somebody wanting to make a breakthrough to hobby? Uh, this goes down to what we said, we work with what you want to work with and it shows. But, yeah, what's your take on that? Definitely my same advice again, just – if you're coming in and you just make sure you have a project that you know you want to stick to and that you know is a project that's going to make you happy. Um, it's okay to have other geckos. I'm not saying that's like, that's the bad, like, you mm. what you want to work with. I mean, um, but it's just, it's just an advice of just when you're coming into a newcomer, you have to think about a lot of things and uh, you got to know where you stand in the hobby, um, which sucks about it. But, like I said, you just know what your projects are. Um, work on that, even if it's two geckos that start your projects. Because if you think about it, if you're a first-time breeder, um, you're inexperienced, right? You don't really yeah. know what to expect when incubating eggs. Um, your first year, you can your female can lay all. Uh, we'll talk about that later because that this happened to me. <laughs> so um, your female can be a great first-time female. She can have uh, eight to twelve eggs her first season. And then you you're stuck in the in that process. You're like, oh, did I do the ratio right? Is the temps okay? Is this that? Blah blah blah. You know, if I'm doing this right. And so in that process, while you're learning to incubate eggs, you're also losing eggs because you don't have that experience yet. And that happened to me early on in the season with the same blizzard and tangerine pairing. Um, I lost my female. Was great season. She did eight eggs for her first season. Um, and I just wasn't, I was so inexperienced with incubating and I was always asking questions, but a lot, that's another problem. A lot of older breeders don't really try to explain things to you. They'll just mm -hmm. throw you random stuff. And so I didn't really have knowledge on that. So I lost a lot of eggs, um, but it's just a learning experience, you know, and now I learned from it and now I know what to expect next year. And so, but I mean, if you know what you're doing and you do your research and boom, you hatch all those 12 eggs, 
you have 12 geckos now you have no you have 14 you have double what you had when you started so that's what i tell people you just you know it just depends on how you are and what person you are and what do you want to work with and how many geckos you can handle and uh because geckos are a lot of work um 100 percent. i always say um it's, it's it's a race, not a marathon. Exactly. So you have got to run in and get 10 geckos, you yeah. know. Uh, have fun in your first year. Just experiment. Exactly. Look, but my first year, I hatched two normals. Yeah. Bug, and I'll, I love them two geckos, yeah. you know. And the yeah. next year, I thought, you know yeah. what? Um, I like the of these albinos, these white geckos. And I started getting sticking my toes in things uh-huh. and testing things out. And then that's how I, uh, that's how I grew. But, yeah, exactly. We yeah, that's how we all start. And it just it grows from there. I mean, you don't got to worry about growing because that's the same thing I had. You know, I just was like, dang, I need this much. And, I need that. and I was like, but and then I took, like I said, I was falling into a different path and that I didn't like. So I took a step yeah. back and started focusing on what makes me happy. And I'm happy with my relation right now. I think a lot I, of us in the hobby, sometimes you almost have like a reality check. Like you sit down and you think. I don't want to do this. I want to do. I want to do my what? I mean, I want to leave my own path. I, I, yeah. I, I don't like doing this, and I don't like this vibe. I don't like this yeah. energy. So therefore, I, I, I want to do that, and I'm going to leave yeah. that path. And that, and that being said, uh, me and my, uh, if you know uh, Tucson's uh, finest Leos, um, yeah. he's one of my. He's one of my buddies. Um, we're pretty cool with each other. We have this. Uh, we're actually basing our projects off with each other, just because me and him both like clowns um and we both like purple heads and we both have the same kind of project idea he has some different because he's more into the tremper and white yellow combos um mm. but he's more into like all that snow combos and all that um with trampers and stuff so he has his own projects that he's fo- uh, focused on but one of our we have the same project where we're trying to do the purple head and clown crosses um but like yeah like i said he he uh He's the same one, you know what I mean? We both, uh, we talked with each other a lot. I mean, I went over in Arizona, because I'm located in, uh, I forgot, I'm located in Cortez, Colorado. So uh, I went over in Arizona, which is only like a six-hour drive, and I took the time out, went and saw him, and spent some time with him and some other people, and, uh, you know. So we got to talking, and he has the same exact mindset as I, as uh, as me. So me and him are really, you know, collabing really nicely, and it's, yeah. it's going to be, I mean, I just... Just, just me and him alone, I think we can, you know, mix some stuff up. And we're not trying to, like, work together so we can grow, like, 20,000 yeah. or whatnot and be, like, this big old breeder. We're just both passionate for what we want to... Egging each other on, like, building each other on. Like, yeah, like, yeah. it's like me yeah. and Jay at Eco Geckos. I've I, I, I known it... Jay for a long time. Uh, yeah, we both... Yeah. That, that Black Knight's incredible. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, we're always... That, each other up where i was like man that gecko is so fire and we're just like yeah it's, you need that in this hobby because yeah. of, there is so much negativity like you you might have a day i have them all the time i think i'm sick of this man i just want to breed my geckos and i'm, ha- I'm yeah. having to deal with rubbish and then you get uh, jay yeah. go man that red diamond's fire and you're like yeah it's fire yeah. isn't it <laughs> funny thing is um because i uh, i was talking to some cup breeds uh i was planning on coming out of breeding just because uh I got some, I got school going on and um, I have, you know, full, when you're, when you're working construction, like literally that's full time, you, it's energy zapping. Yeah. It's so crazy. And a lot of people don't understand is when you work construction and then you work on geckos after you get off, it's like so draining. And, and then also I'm trying to go to school for, uh, for uh, animal practice too, as well. Uh, yeah. Medical practice for animals. And so like, so my, my, yeah, my plate is so full right now. And, um, but, 
you know, thinking about it again, I, you know, I just worked hard for my collection and I just don't want to see it go. Like, I just want to get a shame. It yeah. A shame to see Junior turn his heels, man, already. Yeah. You, 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 I am. I was where you was. At, it doesn't matter about popularity and stuff, but like you, the quality of animals you got. Yeah. Uh, the photography. The, I don't know whether you use it. There's a, there's a question about your photography. Uh, the quality of your pictures. If I was like you in two years' time, I can only imagine where I would be. So, yeah. Such a no, shame to lose you. Even if you keep it small and selective, yeah. you might have five females, one male. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I think it'd be definitely. so bad to see you definitely. go. Yeah. So, that's what um, I really took back a step back and I thought about it. And I was like, man, I was like, I can't do it. I was like, I love my geckos. I mean, um, you know, my geckos are everything for me. Um, not everything, but you know that, you know that talk. You know, he's just yeah. like, once you look at a gecko and you're letting them go, you're like, man. Because, I mean, I've had some geckos I had to get rid of just because they're not in my project. Um, and I saw a different outcome for it. So uh, I decided to um, to let them go. And um, I just sold two to Wally. Shout out to Wally. Uh, pretty cool guy. Hard rock. Uh, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I'm bad with names. Um, but I just sold him a pair. I sold him my Universe Male and uh, my Snow Diablo Blanco girl. Um just because the snows, the project that I'm doing with the blizzards, I'm trying to eliminate as much tremper blood as I can. Mm. Just because I just don't want to produce super raptors. I just, um, I like super raptors, don't get me wrong. But when you're working on a project, you just want to see your project come to light. And you just, yeah. So I'm trying to narrow down as much genetics. So, I mean, they're fantastic animals. But like I said, the project uh, was just not fitting in. Um, and Wally was uh, excited to get them. So I was like, yeah, man, no worries. And so, so we worked yeah. some got two good geckos coming and it's just it's crazy i just like building just like building uh a community with everybody as much as i can yeah have a con have a connection with people and uh wally i know i know wally as well he's been following me for some some time i've been following him great yeah he's, he's great, a good great guy yeah i want one of them t-shirts but <laughs> it's so sick i know sometimes i'm like i just i just want to order a gecko for a t-shirt honestly <laughs> yeah like let me get a t-shirt i'll be happy you know yeah yeah man um, so we've got another question here. What is your main focus slash favorite project in what you're doing? It might be something that you're planning to do. It might be something you've got. What, 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 what is it with you got? What's your main focus? What's it you really going to enjoy working with or what you're working with? So my main focus right now, um, like we talked about, was my purple head and uh, clowns right now. Mm. Um, see, so I'll explain what my outlook of the project is, what I'm trying to get out of the project. Um, Cause I I see a lot of breeders they don't like they like to hide everything and and I'm not like that I want everybody to know what I'm doing and I want everybody to see my process from day one to like day yeah. three thousand. Um, so my the thing is I like purple I love the purple it's a, just the lavenderish look on a tangerine is just so I just yeah. love it it's just and I've always been into purple heads when I first started, but I knew that I needed to take my time before I started jumping into bigger fish. So I just took my time and slowly got purple heads. I still need to get some more, but uh, John's being sneaky, man. He won't drop any. <laughs> I'm always asking him. I'm like, man, when are you dropping these purple heads? And me and him had a conversation, so should have some real soon. But um, so the look is, uh, as you know, clowns, as they develop, they hatch out from the day they hatch out to the to their adult stage. They change so much. Um and I, I, I've been blessed to see these uh, young clowns that I got uh, grow from, you know, 15 grams to now 40 grams. It's just mm -hmm. been a great how much they change. And um, it's funny when clowns are small, as that first 15 grams, there's so much purple hues. 
and like deep orange hues. And then when they get around 25 to like 30 grams, you start seeing more of that amarine color start coming out, the greenish yeah. color. And then the purple start changing slowly to yellowish colors. And it's just, so it's crazy. So I had the idea, I was like, well, I like clowns um, and I like purples. I was like, what if I try to blend the two where I can get the purple hues to stay a lot longer until adulthood. Yeah. And so that's more or less the project, just trying to get the purple hues to stay a lot longer. Um, well, like, well, like what just Bobba just said, it, it, it's an experience. Like, I've crossed clowns this season, and what I like with the difficult thing we have in the UK is clowns are like rare, they're gold dust. There's, there's a few geckos I know Americans absolutely smash, and that's clowns. Yeah. We can't compare with you guys yeah. with clowns. Yeah. Yeah. So with crossing, like with the purple heads and the clown, you know, you don't, you might hatch out the best looking clown cross with purples. Like this is oh. the thing. This is this. This is the experience. Like it's all like um, a, like a science project. I know it, it, yeah. it's not sound in a bad way, but you, it's like a box of chocolates. Yeah, exactly. You never know. You never yeah. know what you're gonna you're gonna I get. Showed you that hatching. Uh, I'll I'll show her a little later. He or her, because I don't. I incubated for a. Uh, I incubated a little in between so I could try and mess with the the odds for a female or male. I just like that. Um, and but as when she first hatched out, I mean, she was so normal, like yellowish. She had the normal bands of just yellowish. But I knew from the start when she hatched out, I'm leaning to she. I hope she's a she. Um, she had more the black bands were uh, more purple already. So I was like, well, I was like, maybe we have some, and it's, she's like her third shed now, and she's just, oh my gosh, she's just pretty. I just, I'm in love with it already. Just, just yeah. first gen already is just showing me what the potentials can happen with this, these crossings that are going to be happening. So, I mean, with, with clowns as well, I, I know a lot of people in here have worked with clowns or got clowns or have experience. I find them quite annoying, and the reason why I find them quite <laughs> annoying is one minute, and excuse my French for any kids listening to this, one minute they look shit. Yeah. Next minute, boom. They fire and up. It's crazy. Man. Yeah, I'll show it, you one here. I'll show you one here. And a girl who's watching this is, has purchased this. I mean, when it when it hatched, I thought, ah, oh, I've got normals, man. Yeah, exactly with my hatching. This I just had my hatching. I was like, man. But I was like, you know, you got to wait because some geckos take a while to fire up. And, oh, yeah, look at that. Don't get me wrong. Not the best Not the best clown cross. No, and you the ain't the thing is, with clowns, each generations get better. Oh yeah, they're, they're so they are so rare to get here in the UK. I don't know anyone watching this uh, well, Cambridge geckos. I, I, from what I've been told, he got them. What his pairing? I think it was ten years ago in um, Sosobek's auctions. So and yeah, considering it's a cross, I, 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 I'm happy. I'm Jazzy's yeah, really it's happy. It's definitely nice, nice cross for sure. Yeah, definitely. I and like it's getting it. better. It's getting. Oh, yeah. They get better every every gram. It's just crazy how much. Junior, when I hatched this, I ripped this one off. I messaged Jazzy and I said to her, "I wish I never sold this gecko now." <laughs> yeah, that was crossed to a blood, by the way. So I got this pure clown thing. Well, if you're interested in some, I'll have some clowns for you next year for sure. Um, but I got this pure clown. I I got from a. I say pure because I don't believe in pure either. But yeah. once they're labeled as pure, I can't really do nothing. I can just only. That's what they're labeled as, and I have to go with the label. But uh, so I got this pure clown and uh, pure firebolt female from Josh's geckos um, that he originally got from JB Leopard geckos, I think it's called. So John Byer. Yeah. 
Um, and man, the clown, her, her clown color and pattern. I think I posted, that's that girl I posted on my story uh, yesterday when I was asking for those questions. That's, she is, she oh, just, yeah. she's like, man. But I'll show you this hat scene that I got. Well, well let me, I'm going to show another, another clown cross. Oh man, look at that. See, I just love the different bands they get, and you already know that they'll, they'll, that's going to change. It's crazy. Yeah. It's funny so enough, I, I, was talking, I was talking to my girlfriend today about them. She went, what makes, because she doesn't understand, she went, what makes them a clown? I said, they look clownish. And I know it sounds silly. I showed it, she went, I know exactly what you mean, but man, yeah. that, that is incredible. Yeah. So the story on this girl is, um, I got her from David as well, um, Bubba's Geckos. Um, I think she's the best clown that I, I got. Um, that is fire. And she's uh she's actually a pet only. That's why a lot of people are there crazy because they're they're commenting and they're asking about her. I was like, it's crazy. She's only a pet only just because the project that he was focusing on. Um, they ended up hatching out with some underbites, and so he just petted out the whole project. But I mean, her she's like the best. I mean, she's like she's definitely not leaving my collection ever. She is staying here. Um, yeah. Even be able to pass down her genetics but i mean she's just fire i just love the way that's that's a cra crazy gecko man yeah. good, good on bubba as well like uh you know seen a, seen a few issues and i'm just gonna pet that and a lot of people yeah. see so yeah maybe let, 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 that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he petted it out fully too he didn't let me know genetics or none so that's it that's that i appreciate that on that for sure because a lot of people still share genetics. Like, hey, it's a pet only, but here are the genetics. And people are like, well, I got the genetics. I can breed them. And I was like, no, you're causing problems. Just save yourself from problems. 100%. 100%. you got to stay. This is the thing with bre us breeders. And now we've came so advanced in the hobby. You've got to be truthful. You have to yeah. be truthful. If you've, got a, if you've got a white and yellow, if you've got, let's say, a white and yellow pairing, and it's ha one of them has hatched that spinning, you got to let the people know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or retire that pairing, maybe freeze the remaining eggs. Just think, one second, yeah. I'm going to shut my window because I live in the bloody hood, man. There's all people going around in dirt bikes. You're good. You're good. <laughs> what did happen? So, yeah, no, you got, you, you have to stay, you have to stay true, man. And, um, yeah, yeah like, I say, like I said with clowns, I find them annoying, but I love them. Yeah, that's the same thing with me because me and uh, Ryan over uh, Rico Reptiles, me and him had a conversation, and I was like, "Man, I was like, I was like, it's interesting that there's so many uh, eclipse crosses and all kinds of eclipse combinations that look just like clowns." And it's like it's so annoying. You're like, mm. uh, "Clowns are the only ones that were looking like this," and you just got like eclipse combos with reverse stripes, and they just make these wonky patterns. You're like, "Wait, is that a clown?" And people. No, it's just a tangerine eclipse with. I was like, well, that's crazy. So yeah. that that's the only thing annoying for me for clowns is that the the phenotype is like similar in other geckos, but at the same time, clowns are a lot more unique in different ways. So hundred percent. I see so many people like you just said. There's somebody I know who paired a. It was a green line pairing, and it hatched looking clown. I could have told you if I would have, if he would told me that was clown, I would have believed it was clown. But what was good? Obviously, he said it wasn't. But there is people that are hatching funky yeah. things and just labeling clown on it. It's clown. like, no, no, no. same with stonewash. Uh, yeah. A lot of trempers do hatch out with a, that can have that stonewash looking, that stonewash pattern. Right. That doesn't mean it's a stonewash. You need to think of the right. line. Same with giant. Yeah. Okay, you've got a 130 gram gecko it, 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 from a pet it's shop. And, oh, is it giant? Uh, probably not. 
not. It's not. And I have a lot of people who uh, I see uh, on Morph Market because I hang on Morph Market just to help a lot of breeders out that uh, first timers that you can obviously tell they don't breed and they just want to sell a gecko for the price just to be in it. And uh, so I go on there a lot and I just try to advise them like, hey, you shouldn't do that because uh, like lately this person was labeling a Black Knight Super Snow and it looked just like a regular Super Snow. No black yeah. pigmentation. Not even, didn't even label it as a cross. Uh, and they wanted like $400 for it. I was like, no. I was like, I messaged them nicely. I sent them nice. I was like, I wouldn't price this that much. And I was like, if it's a black knight, if it's truly a black knight, I would call it a cross. And, uh, and you know, just helping them out, not saying, hey, that's bad. Take it down, blah, blah, blah. I was just advising mm -hmm. the face, you know. And so, yeah, I just, it's just funny sometimes how people try to, uh, you know, cut corners and try to, it's just, yeah. yeah. Well, what, how, what, I, what, what I think of it is, is okay, let's say I hatch something looking clown, not from a clown pairing. If I sell that on and they produce something with it, let's say they paired a clown to it, they're going to start asking questions. And exactly. no one wants that. So exactly. just be true. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just stay Honesty. And, and that a lot of people, because I, I had somebody hit me up. I forgot who it was uh, talking about my first hatching out of the cross. Um, and I won't have that many crosses this year just because uh, I chose to breed my female late because when I got her in, she was still a little young. And she was up to size, up to weight. I just wanted her to mature a little bit. So I ended up breeding her late June. Um, and so I didn't – She, I don't know if she gave me a full season yet. We'll see next year. But I only got like four eggs out of her, five eggs. Um, so I'm not, too I'm not too happy with it. But at, at the end of the day, like I said, I chose to breed her late and uh, – she is a first-time female, but, I mean, she's crazy. I'll show her in a minute, my purple head. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you, if this girl, if this female don't lay me any eggs, it isn't a problem. So I want to make sure she is ready. Exactly. So I, I don't care about losing or if I have to wait next season. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, and then in the, in the same sense, I was like, well, I chose that. That was my decision to wait to breed her. So next year, for sure, I won't be breeding a lot either just because a lot of my females are, like, my clowns I don't think I'll breed. Um, just because they're so young and I, I just, my mindset, I'm like thinking, I'm like, imagine if we were human beings breeding at like nine months, eight months. Yeah. It's not, it's not good to think about. So I just try to make my geckos mature as best as I can. Um, and a lot of people don't want to wait. You, what do you do? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my girlfriend just walked into the wall here. Um, <laughs> and, uh. So I, I try to make everybody mature and just, you know, it just helps your female out. I mean, you can wait one year two years it's fine you won't you're not losing out anything i promise you 100 percent. and what i always say is if you, if you wait make sure you get geckos up to weight it's gonna repay you later on she's gonna throw you out stunning eggs and, oh, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that so we have another question we have loads of questions <laughs> All right. um, we'll go with another. the photography question so it, this one says juniors photography skills are great how do you do it do you use a photo box um, and what camera do you use so, uh, no, I don't. I like natural lighting because a lot of people like to say, oh, na uh, you're editing your photos. So I try my best to pull out natural photos. So what I do, I just go out in my front yard. Um, See the grass. Yeah, in the grass. <laughs> and in the, uh, in the trees or whatever I have up front. And um, and I just, you know, I hold them in my hands because I, I don't like putting them in deli cups because they freak out and they'll just spin, spin. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I, and then I, I'll – so a lot of my geckos, I don't post pictures because I it's literally because I can't take pictures of them. Mm. I I literally put them on my hand like my uh my original line uh 
Tangelo that I got from BM Geckos. Um, I'll show her off too. She's a pretty gecko. I just love that girl. Um, I can't get a picture from her, solid picture at all. I, I take her outside and she freaks out. She just flies off of my hand. She doesn't, I was like, and she doesn't like it. So I just try not to stress her out about it. So I, but I, I use a Canon uh, T700, I think, Rebel. I'm not too, I can't remember what the model is from it, but um, that's the camera I use. Can you grab my camera real quick? Please. I use huh. a Canon too. I, I'm I'm awful with um with like models and mine's like a D one twenty or something. Yeah. Uh, we would use natural light here in the UK, but it's always pissing down with rain. <laughs> yeah. Here, like right now, I'll tell you right now, I won't be posting pictures for winter time because it's like white out snow yeah. and I won't be outside and I can't take the geckos out, so I'll probably be investing in a picture box soon. But this is the camera that I use. Yeah. And it's that just looks identical to mine, man. Yeah. <laughs> regular, it's just a regular uh, lens and everything. It's just everything. It's funny. It's just lighting is what brightens your your geckos up. It's just the right lighting, the right you know angle, and it's crazy. Because when I first got this and I sent pictures over that I took to Nick, he was just laughing. He's like, "You'll get the hang of it because they're blurry. <laughs> you can't even see the gecko. They're so blurry. You can't even." It was just it was so funny. So I, I definitely got better on. I just practiced a lot, but yeah. Investing I find like, the photography side of keeping as well fun. I don't know whether yeah. you're the same. I feel like when I sit there and spend a day taking photos and I go back, I, I don't know, I love it. I, yeah. I can't wait to show even, it. Even sometimes when I don't mean to take pictures, like I'll just be cleaning. I'm like, man, I was like, she looks good today. That would be perfect. And I just go outside and I sit out there, just take pictures and just – I have loads of pictures that I haven't even posted yet just because, uh, you know, I just love taking pictures of them. And it, it just keeps the – you know, people are like, when you pop them out, they're like, wow, where did that come from? You know what I mean? So I don't like to post everything all at once. Exactly. It's, it's good to keep, uh, you don't want to use all your material. You don't want people to get bored of your page. So I like posting stuff. I feel like, right, I didn't know you, I didn't know yeah. you work with that. Like, like, right, I didn't know you that. Was Cresties, I was like, dang. I was like, I didn't know you had all that. Yeah, I like, man. I got, I, I got quite a few Cresties. Yeah, like, like yeah. I don't post them. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, what? So we've got another question here. Can you guys uh, give much background on the purples and clowns? Um, from what I know from the clowns, it came from the G Project, uh, yeah. which actually came from, uh, I believe, clowns actually came from raptors. Raptors. raptors crazy. Yeah. Crazy to um, think. It always yeah. a possible hit, temporary clips, and that's why. Um, so, but yeah, they originated from uh, Sasselbeck, um, which is funny, uh, from his G Project uh and basically, the way clowns came to light was just he combined so many genetics together and uh, just to get a look that he wanted. Um, so it was basically uh, just a whole bunch of cross. So clowns are literally just a whole bunch of crosses. Yeah. Um, and that's why I don't like when they call them pure clowns because they're not pure. Yeah. Um, just literally a big, just a overall big cross. Um, you know, there's so many. He posted on his Facebook. I don't remember when it was of all the genetics that are in clowns. I mean, the most that I see, though, are emerines. That's what the clowns really take off a lot, is the emerine color. Um, the greenish color that, man, like right now, my clowns are going through a phase. They're just so green right now, and it's just, it's pretty. It's such a, it's, can you grab um, grab a Jimbo for me, please? And Gypsy, just bring the tub for me. And, uh... So, like, yeah, like I said, there's just a big cross, an outcross, and um, a lot of people, that's why I don't really like to label pure clowns, and when people say pure clowns, I'm like, okay, buddy. But, yeah. you know, 
it's like I was saying to Ryan at Repto Reptiles, uh, a lot of people uh, think a, a non-het animal is a pure. It's, it's, no, everything's been crossed at some point. Now, now I believe in non-hits. I mean, like, like I said, I believe in the non because it's possible to not yeah. to feed your animals out of you know recessive having that recessive trait. But the pure, the word pure, just I don't, I've never liked it. I mean, even when I first came in, I think Enzo's Enzo's geckos was really one of the founders of the clowns, really, for mm-hmm. all I have right now. Um, but I mean, even back then, I would ask him. I was like, because I would always think about it, I was like pure. I was like, why would you call it pure? Because if you think about it, a lot of genetic mutations came from crossing um yeah. crossing this gecko to that gecko to make this gecko and yeah. you know and like if it's uh, yeah sure if it's from wild type blood maybe you can call it a pure but i mean it's so rare to actually have it happen from just a pure for his pairing to a, you know just a random mutation it's literally just cross the same thing with the ciphers um ciphers man they're 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 pretty cool i like them but it's the same thing it, i mean john said it was from his pure uh marble eye stuff but i mean at the end of the day there's some in there obviously that was lingering that he didn't know about and that just what caused the cypher but yeah. there's pretty cool morphs you know what i mean and but this is a gecko that i got from john a while back um this was my first clown male that i got um stunning as you can see he has more of that emerine color look that greenish yellowish tint yeah um, I see that and he's actually the father of my crop my babies that i that i'm having right now um, just because he's a hundred percent from the original line, and John showed me the pairings from him, because um, I was, I know breeders. I'm probably the most annoying person when it comes to like buying. Like, I'm <laughs> questioning. I question everything. I'm like, where did that one come from? Where the mom? What's mom and dad? What's granddad and gra- grandma? What's great yeah. grandma? Great granddad. Because <laughs> I would email him over and over until he answered me, and he finally answered me one day, and he's like, "Here's the dad," and he's like here's the mom, here's where I got it from, and then he just didn't Now go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, thank you for that. I was like, thank you for that. I was like, I'm sorry I'm uh, I'm like that. But um, here's this, uh, So and then here's also from, this is a purple head as well. Oh, this stunning. Is, this is Gypsy. Um, yeah, oh, she is. Man, that's stunning. And in person, she's so much red. Like, there's so much red to her that you really can't tell on camera. That's why I don't really like taking pictures of her just because she's so diluted in pictures and you can't really get her beauty and she's yeah. just so um but yeah like that's <clears throat> what my focus is is trying to get that emerine color out of those clowns because i really i like the emerine colors but when i like i said i just love that purple look that they have and i just want to bring that bring it out you know what i mean so yeah uh, what i'm gonna think is gonna work really well for you with the purple heads and, and clown is Good thing with clown is clown can hold a few like color tones like you see reds, you see greens, and you see purples. Yep. So, and with when it comes with purples with clowns, you don't get much of the purple. So if you're able to bring out more, more of that, purple, it's gonna be crazy. Thank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, so that's that's mo- that's the plan. I mean, as I like, and a lot, and goes back to that question. Somebody was asking. They're like. Um, so would you consider the hatching being 50% this? And I was like, well, I was like, John is more or less, he's, can you put her hide in the back? Um, her, her, um, his, uh, the way he labels his line, even if he has pure lines, he doesn't label them as pure, which is what I like. That's why I really look up to John is because he tests, 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 and he has the ability to do that because his reputation is so high. Yeah. Um, he's able to test, breed everything he wants and, 
you know, he doesn't have a problem with, you know, digressing his face you know, and he can get rid of them and he's yeah. got really good wholesale contacts. There's a, exactly. A lot of and you get a lot of stuff you don't want. So, yeah, yeah a lot of me and you, we can't test everything. Yeah. Like, we've got uh, a collection of 50 geckos. I can't test breed absolutely everything. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, you need at least, you know, I would say for testing at least 15 to 20 yeah. on average just to make sure that you have, because I mean, just because that one gecko, and I had a lot of problems with that early on this year, just because um, a lot of people think, oh, well, I found, I've, I've noticed that Eclipse is the sneakiest gene out there. Like, it's in everything. Yeah, it's in everything. In literally everything, and doesn't matter if you think it's not, it's in there. Yeah. Um, so I had some blizzards that I bred this year, and uh, I had just, I, I wanted blizzard on blizzard. Um, that were, hit, both of them were hit tramper. Um, and they didn't even know they were head eclipse the people I got them from. Mm. And hatched out uh, Diablos. Um, I'll show you my first Diablo hatching. I've got a question for you, Junior, funny enough. So evolving around Diablos and Blizzards. Um, I say it in a, quite a few podcasts um, or lives, whatever you want to call them. I find them to be quite aggressive, Blizzards and DB. I, I was just about to get to that. <laughs> this male right here I hatched out uh, in June. Um, you can see Boy, big. Guys red eyes and uh yeah i hit up the breeder and i was like um i think i just hatched out a diablo from your uh from your geckos i was like that's not supposed to happen i was like i was only aware that they were head champ she's like no uh blazing i was like no i was like this is definitely not a blazing i was like it's it was hatched out white it's been staying and there's no yellow uh i mean some diablos have that yellowish color to them but i mean he's true like he I've never seen him yellow, red eyes since he's hatched. They haven't changed his red, red eyes. And, um, yeah, like going back to the temperament, he is, he's, uh, excuse my language, he's a, a pain in the ass. He, I can't handle him. I try to be, because he's like, actually, this is a giveaway uh, that I had. Um, so he's, we're just waiting on some, we have some uh, obstacles in front of us, but he's a giveaway. But, um, yeah, he just, he doesn't like handling. He, he's always upset. It doesn't matter if you open him. In his tub, he's just yelling at you before you even touch him. So, I, I, there must be something in there, yeah. something with that genetic combination or something. They're, they're just, yeah, they're just they're just aggressive. So, I've got another question here, uh, Junior. It's quite a difficult one actually because of it. The question is, is how would you grade a clown? I mean, with Black Knight, you'd grade it through the darkness. With Clown, is how would you? I don't know how you would grade I, a clown. I mean, if you've got that typical bold splotches or like the one you showed us a pet. Yeah. me in the uk yes that that's a great a mate <laughs> yeah exactly but my yeah ex so the grade of clowns i see um a lot of people go off of just the pattern itself so it's not really like um you can have a clown that looks normally like just a regular tangerine they'll be priced differently you know what i mean um it's not really like a grade they just go off a of pattern over here it's like the more pattern and the more color your gecko has the higher the price will be um so like over here, if a clown, like I said, if a clown just looks like a normal tangerine, though, and, you know, with bands and barely just normal look of a tangerine, those price ranges will be anywhere from 200 to $400 just because of genetics, obviously. And then when you start getting into, like, that gecko, that that one I showed you is more up to the $800 range. Up to, I've seen them priced to 1000 still. So I was one like, of a kind. One of a kind gecko. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on patterns and stuff. Yeah. So this, this girl, was she's a bit of a fan of you, actually. 
So okay. um, she says, we love clowns here in the UK. I said this earlier, they're really rare. Uh, would import into the UK be something you would consider in the future? I uh, Most definitely. Um, I'm working on that. I've talked to a couple people. I, I think I was talking to Big G about it uh, over yeah. at Lunas, Um And he was um, telling me the process of how to do it. Um, but yeah, most definitely I want to, because I, like I said, I just want to be out and make everybody happy. You know, in the UK... Yeah. Um, they, I mean, you guys have some good breeders as well. And you guys, you know, you guys, you can tell you guys have some cool stuff. And I definitely want to be out there too. And, you know, ship to that look, uh, that area, arena. Um, I, I would love to ship to Hawaii everywhere. I mean, you know, so yeah. have your parts of your collection, your hobby. Yeah. Everywhere. Imagine yeah, exactly. just like, it's like with me, like, oh, I've got, I've got a gecko in Germany. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone in Germany I remember I was so hyped because one of my first shipments went to Florida, and I was like, I was like, man, I just shipped to get to Florida. <laughs> I was so excited, and just that excitement was like alone. I just wanted to be able to do that for everybody. So yeah, most definitely, I'm working on it. Um, obviously, when the, as more as the collection grows and uh, sales start growing, yeah, we'll be thinking about uh, exporting for sure. Anyone that's viewing this, and obviously in the USA or and UK, are wondering what's the process because of Brexit and coronavirus is a bit difficult. Uh, I know how we got to go around it is we can't have a direct shipment from USA to um, the UK. I don't know why, um, but you can get it from Canada to the UK. So what we have to do is we have to send our animals to the Canada, and then Canada sends them to the UK, and vice versa. America, Canada. Okay, Canada. makes so, sense. Um, it's easier to get an animal from america than it is to get from france and uk and france you see we're like like that um, yeah. Silly. um but yeah um we've got another question here what made you get into purple heads um like i, I said just, just love the look i guess yeah like the look just uh just thinking about the purples that come through um and the funny thing is my girl she's not the best purple head that you've seen believe it or not that she is a nice don't get me wrong she's like in my eyes she's one of a kind but that's not a true purple head look that people go for um yeah. as you, uh i think suburban geckos just had a release of purple heads like a couple months like a month ago a month and a half that is a purple head look um what he released and the funny thing is about uh my purple head that wasn't even the original purple head i was supposed to get um i bought one it was it was winter time for me, so it was pretty cold. Um, so I think it was like what was it like February, January, somewhere around that. Um, I ordered my first purple head, and I ordered a tangerine trimper from uh, Gecko Boa. And um, the girl that I was getting was actually had the more the more purple headish look to her, mm. but she wasn't labeled a purple head because she was a cross. Right. So the, just that she had more different like she had different genetics in her than what she has she is like 100 percent purple head um what's the good thing though junior is is sometimes even though you that, that is a pure purple that is a purple head sometimes the not the great greatest looking ones will go on to produce fire well, that, i've had yeah. geckos that are beautiful yeah. and they just hatch shit out <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, that's what i was just talking i i just had this conversation with somebody on um i think it's uh, I can't, I'm terrible with names. I've never been good with names. But anyways, we were talking, and I saw that they just hatched out a Super Snow Eclipse Blizzard, and I was like, man, I was like, I got to have that gecko. I was like, please, if you sell that gecko, let me know. I was like, we can trade or something. We'll work something out. But uh, 
um, we were talking and I was, I showed her the, I was telling our, him or her, I don't know if it's in her, sorry if I said her and your him and whatever, but um, we were talking about that and I was like, sometimes pedigree animals don't do good with pedigree animals. Mm. You have to outcross. Just like how, it's the same thing with dogs and, 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 and cats. If you notice, pedigree dogs have the most problems compared yeah. to, you know what I mean? So like a pedigree dog, it, it, just example, like um, pugs. Pugs are uh, animals, they short snouts. They have a lot of skin irritation. Um, you have to clean their flaps. Um, yeah. Same thing with bulldogs, you know, they have a lot of problems. They're too overweight. Um, Breathing problems, eyes, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. But it's yeah. my dog, he's a pug cross shih tzu. Because yeah. he's a cross, no issues. Yeah, no, exactly. No breathing issues, so, nothing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It works so like the more like even if it's, sometimes it sucks you want a pedigree animal you want that line to stay hundred percent that you have to outcross it it's just it's that's the that's a lot of thing that people don't realize in the hobby is that outcrossing is your best friend and literally outcrossing is the best way to produce the most beautiful animals um, strong animals strong yeah, genetic strong, yeah. yeah and same that's the reason why we're having the problems with black knights now is because they're so inbred. Um, yeah. And the guy wanted to, what I forgot his name. Is it Ferris? Yeah. yeah, he had his vision. He didn't think about outcrossing, and and that's where it went bad. And that's why we have a lot of problems. But now that I'm seeing a lot of people outcross, even people who uh, buy, you know, one to one, they'll still outcross even if they want the hundred percent line. So it's it, it it should be good to see with where the Black Knights go. That's the only reason why I haven't gotten to them is just because there's so much issues with them right now, and I'm just waiting for them to be outcrossed and. I put it to better say I'm waiting for everybody to do the hard work so I can get the... the <laughs> put your you know? stamp on it, yeah. 100. Um, I've got a really good question here. This is from um, Magic Morse. I have had him on a um, on a live before. He okay. put, George, what from Junior's geckos would you like to work with and what would Junior like from my geckos to work with? Um, I'd personally say, even though she's a pet, and obviously I wouldn't breed her, but if she was a breeder or he, that would be what I'd want to work with. And also the galaxy you got or the super snow eclipse you got is fire. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, like, so in my, was he asking for me to say from Yeah. Me? So what, what, what would I like? What would I work out of your, like basically what do you, what do I like out of your projects and what uh, do you like out of mine? You might be. I really like the stone washes that you're working with. Yeah. Crosses are so, I mean, they're, I like that. And uh, I know you have some white and yellow stuff too that I, I just recently seen from you and that stuff like that. Definitely. Um, the stone rock, like we were talking about the stone rocks. I haven't seen people out here work with them. So definitely, most definitely I would try to maybe get you to sneak peek some for me, but uh, man, I've even got some crazy tangy stone wash cross coming. I was actually talking to JMG about it, like a little bit of a backstory. And he basically said he doesn't think anyone in the U S has, he sent all of them off to Europe, Germany, yeah. UK. Luckily, the two, pe the pairing I've got originally came from JMG. So I know the purity. Yeah. I've got all the information. I've got the yeah. original tags, everything. These, these geckos were like a museum piece, mate. When I yeah. Got I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, mean, I remember I, I was talking to David about it one time. Um, I was like, I started seeing Stonewash being popped up because, I, like I said, we, uh, I started getting a lot of followers from the UK. And I would follow them back, and then I started seeing a lot of the stonewash from um, Italy too. And yeah, 
I was like, what the hell is a stonewall? So I hit up David. I was like, dude, what is a stonewall? I was like, I'm confused. I was like, it looks just like a temper to me. I was like, and then yeah. he's like, oh, it's a, it's an overseas line. He's like, it's different in different ways. And I was like, then I started seeing copper and I was like, what? And then when I saw that, I was like, man, and you could tell like, right. A lot of people like they don't, when you first come in, everything looks the same. Yeah. Uh, but when you start having an eye for a gecko and you know different genetics and you know what they do, you yeah. can see the difference. Even if it's too big. Like, I could see the difference with stone washers and copper. Copper, uh, Chloe's geckos has some nice coppers. I've seen her uh, post up her raptors, her copper. The, the creator of the copper is in this uh, chat, this DC geckos. He made, he made it. And, um, oh, man, what? Shout out to you, uh, yeah. A lot of Americans, a lot of Europeans I speak to, they love the copper. And in the UK, we, we they're, they're everywhere because of Dave's in the UK. It's yeah. like purple heads. We, I think there's only one person I know with purple heads in the UK, and that's uh, Magic Morphs. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people no, are, like, oh, are crazy. But stone, well, what you said's a good point, actually. Stonewash and copper crossing works fantastic. Because, oh, you yeah. know, copper has those bandings, yeah. you know, that stonewashy looking, washing uh -huh. yeah. It's so, and that's why I really like uh, Chloe's Raptors that she has the uh, the copper crosses. I think they were that she posted because DC geckos. Hi, Junior. <laughs> it, yeah, it's so crazy, and um, I just like the look on them. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, I like the coppers, man. Good work. That's yeah, that's some cool stuff. I definitely want to get into those for sure. We've and, got we've got Dave coming on a live on the tenth of October, so it'd be good to because Dave. When I, I used to run a reptile courier service um so i used to, i got to meet everybody in the uk and dave gave me a bit of a backstory and how it started and it's going to be a, such a good life yeah i'm i'm excited i want to definitely need a yeah uh yes we do we do need some stone over here that's for sure <laughs> i mean guys hit me I, i've got literally uh, i know it sounds crazy but I, the stonewash mail i've crossed into bloody everything yeah um but a lot of people don't like to do is like when you get something, they want to cross it to one thing. I'm like, no, cross it to everything. So that way you have different variety and you have different, you know, looks and you're just, you not. And then that also doing that just helps you learn what they go best with. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and same thing with purple heads. Um, a lot, a lot of people, I don't even out here, I don't see a lot of people working with them. I, I've seen maybe like, be honest, like maybe three other people that have them. And they're doing crossing with bloods and uh, they haven't even tried electric. So that's another cross that I'll be doing is electric. Um, I have an electric female that I, I had gotten maybe, say, same thing, like around February. Um, but she's a nice uh, female. I mean, she's produced some heat for me already. Oh, yeah. Look at the pattern on that. So this one's my favourite. So this is just a result from a red diamond crossing. Oh my goodness! Don't be coming to me telling me crosses are bad. Come on. Yeah, right. That's. <laughs> I wanted to show you. So this is what I have planned. Um, this female. This was a temperature sex male, but ended up being female. So I'm hoping that uh, she's not a. She doesn't go crazy on me. We can produce some stuff out of her, but. I was test breeding my electric female um, to make sure she didn't have any eclipse and raptor because I had a tangle crush cross to a not cross but it was a tangle crush times an infernal clown cross that I got from Betta's gecko. She's a good breeder too as well with tangerines. Um, is that her so name? Is it Leah? Leah, yeah, Leah. Yeah, she's yeah, right. She has some good tangs, but uh, so I was 
test breeding them two together. Not really a test. It was just a little practice pairing. Man, look at the color on that thing. That's a, a clown crossed to a blood. Yeah, and see, the cross, and a lot of people don't understand, clowns with crosses do a lot better than clown to clown. Yeah. You see, but this is that gecko out from the electric and uh, Ooh. and that feel the heat from here, man. <laughs> Tango Crush. This has so this basically she has a Tango Crush lineage, um, Infernal Clown lineage, and also uh electric lineage. So she's just a stunner. I'm I'm kind of glad she turned out to be female, but um, that's a side project I'll definitely be working with for the Purple Heads as well. Um. Well, my advice to you, uh, Junior, is go hard on them purple heads, mate, because of, oh, I, I can hear the passion, I can see the excitement. Cross that motherfucker to everything. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming, promise you, I promise you, it's coming. This year, this year was just a little practice, but for sure next year, I got it in the bag. And homie, my homie in, uh, in Tucson, he has a purple head female that uh, he picked up. Um, but luckily, the person he picked it up from... Um, had the original uh, numbers that John actually, because John, if you don't know, John releases them with numbers. Um, it's not like, a, it's an ID, but it's just in a different format and just the way he labels them. So if you just, he and he keeps record of every single thing that he breathes and he tracks down everything. So he was lucky enough uh, to get that and he, it was original line from John himself. So he got, he has a cool purple head female mm -hmm. that he'll, be uh, infusing later on too, as well. It's the same project, so we got some purple heads coming for sure next year. He's your year. boy as well, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen I've seen his uh, page, man. He's got some stuff. He's, I think I saw a black knight on his page. Oh yeah, today. Oh, uh, he's fascinated by black knights as well. And I just, you know, I told him as well, just you know, be careful with the black knights right now, because uh, and I'm trying to advise him to outcross him a little bit, um, get some. So for sure, if he's down with it, we'll be crossing my uh, my pied male. Uh, to his female next year for sure, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, man, that's what that's what's good of having a friendship with somebody is like you can help each other out. It's like oh, I, right. I, I borrow your male, and you know, like, yeah. I, I've got an inferno female. Everyone takes the mick because I get out on every live. Um, and there was a guy called Gosh in the UK, and he was like, man, I got I've got a uh, inferno male here doing nothing. Uh, borrow it. I don't want anything for it. It'll just be a pleasure. Yeah, just see what you produce. I'm like, man, that's, I love yeah. that. I told them the same. That's more or less the same uh, uh, relationship we have. Um, I even told them, I was like, dude, I was like, if you want my purple head female, I was like, you can breed her to what you want. You know, mm. when you and I don't want no babies in one years for me, whatever. We can work some out. And uh, so we got a plan for our. Um, let me show you this clown. Let me. I have to get up real quick. Stop it, James, in the comments. So we will be out. At the end of the live, we'll make sure we um, answer everyone's questions. We'll say, has anyone got any questions? Um, someone asked about well, who's the best tangerine line. I mean, I'd say Dave. I like Dave's tangerine line. That's fire, uh, Junior, man. So that's that's our pure girl that we got. Um, so the plans with her is uh, we're hoping she's starting to gain weight because when I got her, she was still in the breeding, in the breeding process. So... She had just stopped laying, and so she's starting to gain weight now. But the plan with her is uh, either, cro you know, make some more, because uh, he has a pure clown male that he got from uh, Nick over at Envy Geckos, and he's just a stunner, man. So, yeah. Um, so that plan with her is either to get her back to some more clowns, to uh, bring some more clowns out to, uh, next year, or 
if I can acquire a, a purple head male, for sure, we'll be crossing here with the purple head male. So we got plenty of her already. I'm buzzing for you, mate. I'm buzzing to see your next season. This is what I like. This is why I love doing this stuff. You know, yeah, man. It's you just can the get to judge people. Like a lot of people judge you just from your page. Like you, they can put a page to your face, sort of thing. And yeah, I can hear the passion. I'm, I'm, bu I'm buzzing for you, man. I'm, yeah, yeah. Mate, we, we got to do some exchanging. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I mean, like I said, I mean, I like I talk to a lot of people, and um, I try to build foundation as well. So, mm. like. Like I said, you know, if you want something from me, I like I always tell everybody who, because a lot of people are like, oh no, I can't do that. I was like, dude, don't worry. I was like, if you want something from me, just ask me. I'm I'm a pretty cool guy. Um, mm. my girl knows it. My girl hates it sometimes because she, I can, I literally get exact get same, yeah. yeah. And so like she hates it. She knows it. And like, so and then she gets mad at me. She's like, why don't you keep it if you're just gonna give it away and blah 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 and like, yeah. but bad. But I'm like, you know, it's 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 more than just giving away a gecko it's more building a legacy here yeah exactly so anyway, um, this is a crazy one so a lot of people don't know how to answer this um subtribal who, who who and what is your inspiration in the hobby so who who got you started who who was it when you were when you was two years ago when you first started and you you opened up your instagram account and you thought man i, I want to be like that who who inspired you do you know what i mean Believe it or not, the person who inspired me to be in reptiles like that was Brian Barche. And I know he has a lot of bad reps on him just because the way he breeds. Obviously, um, I bought some geckos from him, but uh, full disclosure, uh, they're not in breeding projects, obviously. But, uh, you know, he I just loved how passionate he was. I saw the passion in snakes, and you could tell – Cause he's more, he breeds geckos and he breeds snakes. Um, and I see where he breeds the geckos more or less just for money instead of actually enjoying it. And he's not really, he has people who work for him that are really into him. Um, like Jessica over there. She's pretty cool. I mean, I've had conversation with her. Um, she's mainly the head of breeding all the geckos. So she does all the gargoyles, the leopard geckos, the, you know, whatever they have at the mm. moment. They breed and Brian just focuses on his ball python collection and his colubrids and so believe it or not he was a guy that was the first person that popped up on YouTube when I started watching geckos um, and figuring out what I wanted to do and he was just the one that motivated me and I was like man and then <clears throat> I started getting into more of like John stuff and reading about and that's when I first because I went on his website and to be honest, when I first came in, John actually intimidated me because I saw his page and I saw all his, like, you know, all the messages that he has on his page. And I was like, yeah, he's really about it. I was like, I was like, you can't come with any BS with him. And I was like, so he kind of intimidated me at first. But then I started reading and then I was looking in his genetics. That was the first page I went to his genetics. And I, you know, I was like, purple head. I was like, what the hell is a purple head? Mm. I was like, right away, I was like, what? And so I clicked on that, and I started reading that, and I saw the pictures he had, and I was like, man, I need a purple head. And at the time, he only had, like, some rainwaters on his website and some Murphy patternless uh, melanistics and some bolds, and I was in. And so a lot of morphs have been growing on me lately, um, like the bold stuff. I really, I'm starting to get into the bold a little bit, um, more or less the fireball, just to do the crossing like everybody's trying to do right now with the clowns. Um, so I, I'll, I'll be definitely doing that later on, but... Yeah, definitely bowls and stuff I'm starting to get into. Um, but more or less, it's just purple heads. I've just always loved purple heads. I don't know why. It's just... Was that hatching you sent me the other day? It was like really purple and orange. Yep, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Imagine like in a few years' time with like holding back oh. in. Oh, yeah. It's going to get more and more purple because of, from yeah. my experience, from what I've visually seen, I've never really... A lot of the purples do go with with age, around yeah. about three, four months. So if you can start getting that to stick, which I think the clown's going to work with you. Yeah, I that's... Think, yeah. And that's the that's the reason why I'm doing the like I'm choosing the line. Uh, so the line that I'm gonna work on is just literally I'm gonna line breed them. So, and no, and I'm not gonna do it like everybody else. I am gonna cross in. Me and uh, Tucson's was talking about it later on. I do want to add some uh, gecko genetics uh, as well because I really like the gecko genetics look. Um, they're just so nice and dark, and they just have this really nice. So they almost look purple where they're so dark. Yeah. You know the orange look. So it's like a lot of gecko genetics. Uh, tangerines come out like that and uh i think john has the best gecko genetics out there um suburban geckos works with them and i've seen them some other but hands down john's like the guy for me um, yeah, he's definitely making the most movements at the moment as well yeah especially so so that's where i want to head down is like you know line breathing but obviously i'm gonna be adding in new genetics down like maybe third generation i'll add some new fourth fifth you know just to make sure that i keep i don't want to have no issues with the line either and you know, hatch out, you know, short tails, stubby faces, big eyes, um, smaller bodies. So I'm definitely going to be taking it slow and making sure I'm doing it right and not just breeding dad and son or dad and daughter and son and mother back to back. So I'll definitely have to bring some new genetics in. But I mean, it's going to be worth it. You know, like I said, so every project has its outline and what everybody Every 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 gecko you look at, copper lion, mandarin tangerine, blood, purple head, everything has to be crossed because you know it takes a bit of time to make these things. And after five six years, you will start seeing issues. Yep. But all these lines you've seen, that at some point they would have to have been crossed. Do you know what I yep. mean? To keep that keep that line going. Otherwise, it exactly. would just fade out and they will be infertile. And so. Oh, yeah. Everything, and, even bandits. Um, there was a there was a conversation in a, in a WhatsApp group. You know, someone said that uh, if you pair a bandit to a normal, you're going to get like bandit crosses, which is yeah. But at some point, someone had to do that, and they strengthened that pattern in back. Exactly. Do you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's and that's my that's why I decided to do it like that, just because um, I just don't want like 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 I said earlier, we were talking, and I said you know I want to respect somebody's projects. Just like, you know, I want somebody to have respect for my project. So I don't want to sell anything that can cause problems, you know what I mean? And, like, I want people to enjoy. I want somebody to get a gecko for me in the future. And it's like, man, I'm so excited to breathe this gecko. Boom, make some babies. Oh, you know? And that's just what I, I want to head down. So I just, that's why I'm trying to do everything the right way. instead of and just animals it. at the end of the day as well. So, you, yeah, you just think about them in the, in the long run too. Um. We have a question. It's, it's uh, thoughts on various tangerine crosses um, plus clown. What, what I mean is, what is the results like? So, in my experience, when you do cross two strains of, uh, uh, sorry, tangerines together, for example, blood and copper, um, the results I've seen is you will get like, let's say I've got 10 eggs. Uh, the main results I've seen is you'll get eight mediocre looking tangerines, but you will get two fire ones, or you get yep. one that's like, jeez. Yep, yep. I was just, <laughs> yeah, so I've seen that same thing as well. Um, a lot, of, if you like, like, let's say, if you like, I've seen a lot of crosses that are Mandarin times blood mm. um, or Mandarin times gecko genetics. They look so washed out. Um, mm. And that just has to do with 
the lines, like how they were bred and what genetics were in use. So that's why it's key to know when you're line breeding, keep track of everything that you're doing. That way, so when you're going to outcross it, you know, you know what to outcross it to. That way your geckos come out. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, you like, like you said, you always hatch out one or two that's going to look intense. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Even John himself said it, um, you know, he hatches out a lot of normal stuff, but, you know, he does hatch out stuff that's different, and that's just what keeps him going. Even if it's just one gecko that he hatches out that's different. He yeah. just baits a lot of, A lot of, like, these lines you see, like, for example, and I keep saying copper, but let's just say, for example, with copper, you know, how that started, it, it started off with probably a mediocre gecko. So, like, let's say, for example, I hatch out a, a normal, and it has this crazy lavender pattern in it. If I line breed that in five years time, that is going to be insane. Do you know right. what I mean? A lot of these, a lot of these lines we see, they started off mediocre. So with like with crossings, what I'm saying is with crossings, a lot of them will look mediocre. But if you work your your magic with it, down the line, that's, it's going to look insane. Yep. And that and that and that goes to another thing. Like a lot of people think that just because you have name brand genetics mean that they're going to pop out fire right away. <laughs> Oh, and I and I'm like no because if you think about it, uh, you ba when you cross something else, that's basically the start of a new like a new new tangerine. Basically. So thank you. So you are then that process begins again. So it's not like you know what I mean. So you're not like crossing like boom, you're getting heat right away. So you're definitely gonna have to work yourself up again. And that's just that's the fun of it. I mean, it's it sometimes people are like, oh, that's not worth it, but that's literally the fun of it building back up that block again and just and this is how we make new things exactly like you might cross your purple west to a clown and you hatch out a full green gecko boom exactly, exactly. gecko line yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's that's where everything starts and yeah it's it people just need to um that's what i think a lot of people just need to realize that um yeah. We're not working with magic sticks. We're working with animals. I mean, we're not working. We're not God. We can't say, I'm going to be that and do that. has to come out. No, we, we're just working with animals. I mean, it, things happen. Um, we don't know. We're not scientists. We don't know what genetics or how genetics work fully. I mean, we have an understanding because there's smarter people than us out there that break through and uh, try to show us how genetics build up. But to be honest, I see it as it doesn't matter how much knowledge you think you know about genetics, you never know until you, you know, when you're breeding. Because obviously a lot of people are like, why bred this and bred that? What the hell happened? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They pop out something different. They're like, how the hell? So we can never have an explanation because like I said, we're not God. So um, you just, yeah, you just need to take your, take your time and just really learn and really figure out how geckos work. Because geckos are, it's crazy, man. Once you start breeding, you really learn. Yeah. You really learn a lot about geckos and you really learn about the process and then you start to say well i respect that person who's doing it fully and has their own business built up to where they want it i respect them just mm -hmm. because the process from start to get yourself to where you want to be is such a hard process but like i said i can say it's it's worth it for sure because it's it's been my first year and i've been you know i've been definitely growing in a in a nice pace that i like and a lot of people are already seeing that I'm producing stuff or I'm going to be producing stuff um, yeah. that just shows the type of person I am, you know? So it's just all in that. A hundred percent. And these lives are, they help broadcast that a little bit more as well. Cause you get to hear somebody. I'm, not, I'm dyslexic. So um, 
I'm not, sometimes I come across really abrupt. I mean, like a lot of, when you take dyslexia to somebody, they say, oh, you can't read or write. I can read or write. But yeah. sometimes, especially builders, like my dad, if I go, dad, are we, are we, because I work with my dad, I go, are you coming to work today? And he'll just go, no, nothing else. And if anyone else read that, they'll go, what? Yeah. Exactly. So really, yeah. if I was supposed to, you'd have gone to be, no, no, I'm not coming in today, mate. So yeah. a lot of the time when you're talking to people, they don't really know you and they yeah. don't know your tone. And it's like when you said with Morph Mark, we said to the guy, like, you, in your tone, it was probably, yo, man, like, I've seen you've put that gecko up for 400. I'm just letting you know it's nothing personal. Just let you know you might want to label that as a cross because of people might jump on you. Whereas yeah. he probably read that as, that's not that. It's yeah, he read it like you know what I'm saying and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, I that's why I try to uh, I try to just uh, like because when I talk to like you and like other people, I'll send videos because when I even when I type, a lot of people think I'm coming off as like aggressive yeah. and stuff. So I try to send videos instead of like just record myself because like, the, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be happy I'm talking like we're we're cool. You know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely get that a lot too. So. 100%. So we're out of questions on here. So for the next 10 minutes or so, if anyone's got any questions for me or Junior, um, put them down below um, and then we'll, we'll we'll wrap the show up. But um, yeah, yeah well, mate, we I'll, start, I'll... We start seeing what these people are saying. So Jazzy Gecko, what is she saying? Cannot wait to start. Hopefully my boy finds curses here to woo the ladies. LOL. Yeah. So that I had a lot of problems with that too. Uh, first time, sometimes first time males, uh, they're not really into it as much as you would hope. Um, sometimes they won't even breed for you. Um, mm. It's more or less just the confidence I've seen. Because um, I've had some, I have some females that are really aggressive when it comes to breeding. Um, they'll bite back just like the way the male's biting. And so the males will get intimidated. But if you, I've learned if you constantly uh, try and pair them, if it's every day you're putting that male in or leaving that male in and every day you're putting his confidence will slowly gain and he'll you'll see him try to start breeding and that's when they'll start breeding yeah there's little like tips you can do is like uh put the female in with the male um or if you put the male in with the female take a bit of the male's uh kitchen roll because they believe it or not male leopard geckos they scent so much and i know you don't see it happen and stuff they do scent um so there's little, little tricks like that or I've, I've had a, I've had a proven breeder male go nah not this year mate. yeah <laughs> oh this hatching so I she her mom hatched out uh I want to say not hatched out she only hatched out two but um she laid six eggs in total eight eggs um the first four were uh first four eggs were infertile and the next were good but like I said I had a lot of problems with my cold temperature this year so. I lost a lot of eggs just because of the incubator I was using, but I'll be definitely buying some, some better equipment next year. Um, she she was the hardest to breed. I mean, because she literally fought the males through the whole process. Um, she wouldn't let any male touch her. Um, so it was like, that's why I take that gecko. So like, oh my, like she's like my one and only just because it was so hard to get them to pair. And it was like most anticipated pair that I wanted to do. And it took me like two months. She was ovulating for two months. It took me two months to get her to breed. And when she finally did, I was like, yes. And then the eggs came in for it. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I got discouraged. And I was like, man, I was like, I worked so hard. And then after that, she started laying good. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So, so Ella Cooper, how many eggs a year can a female lay? So what I say to people who start in the hobby is 
usually a female first time female will lay six eggs like at least the six eggs first time female if you get eight you, you you're done well but i always say keep in the back of your head that that female's going to lay 10 eggs because of you never know and you last thing you want to do is get a female male gecko i think i can house eight geckos happily right. or six geckos just make sure you put put a bigger number in your head so worst case scenario you you, you know you can cover it but I will say this. I do know a breeder that has had a female lay over 24 eggs. So just keep that in mind. Jesus. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot of eggs from one female. Imagine if you had... So, for example, I've got probably over 50 female leopard geckos I, I breed with. And if imagine all them laid me 24. I think I'm going to be in trouble. I have to turn the incubator off and start freezing. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I... One female laid eight eggs and I got eight babies. And I was like, oh my... I was, I was already overwhelmed. I was like, Jesus Christ. And <laughs> what then, am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what am I doing? And then, um, so, but yeah, that, that's a good thing too. Always make sure, because I did the same thing. I just wanted to breed and I didn't have space, like 100%. I mean, but good thing I build and stuff so I can build racks and, um, you know, I can go out to Home Depot, buy some supplies and build. I mean, they're not efficient because I'm not a world star. You breeder. can rig up something. Yeah, yeah. Rig, yeah, I can rig up some really fat, like these, uh, these ones that I have, this was my first hatching one that I, I put together real fast. Um, like I said, it's not efficient, but uh, it works. Um, it was just because I ran out of space so fast, and I was like, uh-oh. And I had babies hatching out, So, but it's clear right now. I only got the rest that's on that rack is keepers, and I have one uh, one male that is being shipped out. So, But, yeah, um, definitely work on trying to make sure you have all the space. Even though it sucks, you're like, man, I want the geckos now. Just it it saves a lot of stress um just to get your your racks and whatever you want to house them even if you want to house all your geckos in 20 gallons make sure you have all those 20 gallons ready and just 100%. yeah and also someone mentioned earlier about incubators from my experience and i know there's some really reputable breeders watching this and they can probably put their input i've bought the best incubators you can get on the market that are pre-made and my advice make your own they're easy and uh, they work personally for me much better. Um, Polybox, uh, bottles of water at the bottom, uh, heat mat or heat cable, a really good thermostat. Um, I use a pulse. I know other people use different. That's just my opinion. I, it has never let me down. I know a lot of people get the, the fridge exoterra. It has yeah. a blue light. Man, it will say 32 degrees in it. It'll, but, you'll put a probe in it. It'll say, it'll say 38. And you're like, yeah. oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, my thing, too, with incubators, the only reason I bought mine, um, I bought them because they were like, like I said, I was just coming in. So I was like, well, let me just get an incubator. Um, but I definitely do, like like you said, uh, homemade stuff is always the best because you can run it how you want and you can build it how you Install want. fans, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and it's so it's a lot more efficient, and uh, you can go off your own budget. You don't have to go off of whatever they're selling it at, and next thing you know, it's something that you don't like, and you just wasted two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can go off of your own budget, build it how you want, and then if you don't like it, guess what? It's homemade. You can do it again. You can remake it. So yeah, definitely with homemade stuff, I do advise a lot of homemade stuff. Um, uh, same thing with racks. If you have the space, the only reason I chose because I just uh, purchased some racks from. Uh, um, sea serpents because that's one of our uh, racks manufacturers they make them in bulk for everybody and so I ordered some racks from them they should be coming within the next two weeks uh, 
next two or a month because it's been like six weeks now. But they they're pretty bad with timing, and so I for sure I know I'm gonna get them probably at the end of September. Um, the only reason I'm getting them is because I'm moving locations. Um, just because I will be going to school and stuff, so I'm moving locations right now, and I'll be moving again to go to the city again. So um, and you can't you can't bring like a bunk of plywood into like if cause I'll, <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to get some apartments of course, but uh, you can't really bunk plywood shelves into. You're trying to make a good impression as well, and there's you yeah. up with all these screw holes where you've missed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you can't. So you, you know, so that that's the only reason why I ordered some racks and um. And all, uh, and same thing with home homemade stuff. There's always flaws, and I've had so many geckos escape, and I've just freaked out, and I'm just like, I can't do it no more. I was like, yeah. I rather. Um, but I, I I see a lot of UK uh, UK bre uh, breeders use um, that shelving system. I wanted to ask you guys, where do you guys get that? I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's called Tax or something. I'm not too sure. What the? Uh, are you talking about like where they have the metal frame on the on the back, and they have like the shelving? Is that what you're? Yeah, you could just buy your shelves and put them to whatever size you want. So what, how I do my racks is I actually go to, I don't know whether you have it in the uh, USA. Well, a lot of my, a lot of jobs we do, for example, do you know the whole Afghan situation we've got going on? Yeah. Uh, in the UK, we are um, taking 15,000 refugees. So at the moment, a lot of the properties we're working in is, uh, we're going into like old abandoned houses, refurbing them and we're throwing, throwing Afghan people in there as refugees. So a lot of these places we go to, they're a mess. There's loads of furniture and we just get told to throw it. So a lot of the times we get a lot of Ikea units. I don't know if you know what Ikea is. It's like, yeah, I get the Ikea wardrobes. And what I do is I go and buy the Malamine sheets and put extra shelves in. That's what I do. Um, Cause I am handy with my hands and got all yeah. the tools. It's easy. Whereas yeah, I... like, for example, the racks I built, built, if they cost me £100, $150. If I go to a rack company, they're going to want that just but, under 1000 maybe. Yeah. So that's def – yeah, no, definitely with the same thing with me. That's the only thing I have is like, damn. I was like, I know how to build and I know how to put things together because, like I said, we're handy. You know, we work in construction. So, I mean, I know how to use a saw. I know how to use a level. My, I know how to read a tape measure and I know how to – do all this stuff, make sure everything's plumbed out and leveled. And so, <clears throat> but then again, like I said, um, with my situation, but it's crazy when you can build a rack for like a hundred dollars, $120 US dollars, um, depending on what, how many shelves you want, um, how big you want them. So you can house different, you know, I usually do two tub per shelf just because, um, heat, you know, the heating, like I use heat tape and it just, it fluctuates so much. So it's like the shorter of the span you use, I've noticed that it's better that way. It, you won't fluctuate as much, but if you're using longer strips, it definitely fluctuates a lot more. So uh, that's the only reason why I use two shelves. I mean, two tubs per shelf, but like I said, it's crazy. You can build one for that cheap and it's, it works. It's efficient. And then yeah. you're also paying because over here, like uh, the racks that I bought, I bought two and they cost me almost 800 bucks for just two. Yeah. And I can only house 20. So the good thing with buying racks, though, man, they look good. Yeah, they mean, do. my racks, they look okay. Don't get me wrong. When you, if someone walks in, they don't go, oh, look at the, they look a bit. But when you do buy racks, they look so slick and clean. Yeah. And, you know, if you're, if you're moving, 
let's say you got your boys over, it's like you, at least you ain't got this horrible rack. For, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the next thing. That's why I said, because uh, then if, you know, when you're living in apartments, uh, the only downside to it is you have a lot of rules. So, mm. um, especially when landlords come over, you're going to have to show them the place, you know, keep that you're upkeeping with the place. And um, I'm not going to tell them that I, I'm breeding reptiles because I'll, I'll, obviously they're like, oh, no, that's, that's you know, so. Yeah, they think, they think snakes and iguanas yeah, and insects. Yeah, uh, it's so I, I definitely, so, but with the sea serpents design is why I'm going with sea serpents because they're so compact and small and you can literally hide them in any closet, anything. You can just literally hide them. So um, definitely that's what I'm going to be doing for my, that that way I can house all the geckos and like this uh, this winter for sure before breeding season I'll be uh, ordering you know all the hatching rats that I can that way I can survive for the next two years without worrying about space so yeah. definitely I've got uh, some advice for you actually because of I rent actually uh, a pro I, I, I this I don't own my my flat uh, apartment I think you guys call them um, so I at one point I had over a hundred geckos here. Right, I'm not at, in my contract. It's no pets, no. Pets. <laughs> so what I've done is, uh, I thought to myself, okay, so I've got racks and there's tubs in it. So a normal person ain't going to walk into the flat and think, oh, he's all them tubs are animals. So I yeah, thought, okay, exactly. so if, if he's just a load of tubs, he's just going to think, man, this guy's got hella storage. So what I actually done is, I bought some. Um, it's like a vinyl sheet and it's like misted. So I stuck this misted sheet on all the front of the tub. So when my landlord did come over, he couldn't see the blizzard go. Oh, they're get Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I have some geckos like that, too. As soon as they see somebody, they'll come to the front. Right to the front, yeah. They're just like dancing. They're doing all their weird stuff. So it's it's cool to see that. But yeah, I, the reason why I can't get away with that, um, but luckily my landlord, because I ran a house right now, so just for my dogs because I want my dogs to have space. So we have a nice little yard. So I'm renting a house. Um, the only reason I it got – so luckily, like I said, luckily my landlords are pretty cool. Uh, the only reason I got my – it was taken away from me is because uh, they walked in the room. And uh, as you know, baby gecko shit smell the worst. They just – and it's so – like you could smell it through the tubs. And so um, even if they're freshly clean and they take a shit right there, it's – Right away, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get a mealworm that goes into the water bowl yeah. and the mealworm dies. Yeah. It smells like yeah. hell, man. So the yeah. smell what gave me away and they're like, What's that smell? And I was like, I can't I was like, I couldn't lie. So I was like I was like, Oh, you know, I just breed geckos and they're like, Oh really? And they just got excited about it and they didn't really care. So I was like, nice. I was like, I don't really have to worry about it with them. Yeah. But so that's the only thing. Um I also wanted to give a shout out to this guy in the I don't know if you ever check him out, JF five geckos. Um, he does printed. I just got my shipment in today. I ordered these, uh, I think, two weeks ago. Um, so he does 3D printing, and he prints out hides. Oh, that's dope, man. And uh, so they're pretty. And so the reason I like these because he's, he's not expensive. He's inexpensive. And I think I paid. So these right here, I have one, two, three, four, five, six for the juveniles, of course. And then I still have another shipment coming in just because I didn't have all the uh, the material for it. But these are the lay hides for the females next year. Oh, nice. I got so they're going to feel a lot more secure in that as well because it's a little bit dark. Now, a lot of people have a clear top. So. Exactly. So it's going to be a lot darker. And then obviously when they're kicking up, it's deep enough for not all the uh, – 
the medium to come out when they're laying and stuff. So, so I got more coming. I got like another handful coming. He just ran out of uh, material to print them. But like I said, I mean, I paid J5 all... geckos, yeah, J5 geckos. So anyone in the USA, you yeah, see anybody... the caves, you like them, J5. Anybody in the um, in the US, of course, uh, check him out if you guys want some hides. Like I said, he's inexpensive. Um, I ordered a a bulk and um, my total was like. Wow. I mean, for a hide, I think I paid five bucks, three bucks for a hide for juvenile. And over on Gecopia, uh, pretty sure you heard of Gecopia. Yeah. He does the same. He's pricing his at $20. I do have some of his hides too as well, but uh, his design. I think his hides are more of a, oh, I got a, a cave from Gecopia. Yeah. You know, I think that's exactly. what it more is. Yeah. You exactly. wouldn't buy a, a cave for, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I would say it's because I also another thing with breeding is um you got to make sure you're doing efficient because um, you obviously when you're breeding um a lot of the money that goes into it's from your own pocket just because uh when you're first starting out yeah they'll take a crap on the heat side yes uh, reptilia um, Mr G breeder I've showed the red diamonds but I'll show them again red diamond crosses crosses cross. Uh, Blizzy, yes, sir. Shout out to JF Five Geckos. Got three hundred fifty worth of dishes and hide from him. Yeah, like I said, it, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's it's worth it. Um, the price isn't that crazy. Man, look at that, man. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, I need some of those crosses. <laughs> if I have to fly to the UK, I will. I will. honestly, I I'll sort you out something. <laughs> and um, let me show you this girl here before we get. Uh, there you go, Michael. Um, also, I did notice we got a breeder in here. I cannot pronounce it. I think it's Xenozonic Zeno Reptilia. Uh, we got a live coming up of him at some point. So if you like, if you, oh, man, his stuff is insane. So him, his um, he I forgot to mention him. Um, he's another breed. I should have mentioned him before I mentioned Brian Bartek. I'm just kidding, but uh, yeah, he's definitely he's influenced me. Um. Because me and him have a kind of a similarity black uh, background as each other, um, like I, I t I'm not scared to tell everybody. I grew up on the streets. Um, I'm a street kid. Um, I try. Uh, I have you know. I've tried to up uplift myself from a lot of situations that I've been through in life. And so like he he's the same guy. Me and him are the same way. We try to humble ourselves and you know make yeah. sure. We're, I'm you know, I'm similar, mate. I know like yeah. I sound posh and I'm from UK, but. <laughs> Yeah, where, where where my parents had raised me, where we where, when I was really small, uh, bad. Um, yeah. A lot I, of people in the yeah. UK know, like Croydon and Brixton and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm 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 the same. You 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 will learn that you have you'll have like certain boys that are like you, that they are your boys, but you look when you grow a little bit older, you look and you think I need to separate from that because they are not changing. They're doing the same exactly. thing. Exactly. We're and doing the same. Yeah. I want to be my better person, you know. I want to be the best that I can be, and I, and like I, I mean, like I'll be totally honest. Like two years ago, if you would have met me, you would have hated me. Um, mm. I was that typical angry person, always trying to fight, always trying to pick something. Ignorant, yeah, yeah. just ignorant, didn't listen to anybody, and so like I really, um, and I was still like that in the hobby, and then I met him. And then me and him started talking, and like I was like, you know, and then just humbling, just the experience, and I started to become more humble. And a lot of people, like only certain people, knew that, um, 
you know, I lost my brother three years ago. That really changed me a lot. Um, he was murdered, uh, I want to say around May. Yeah, May. Uh, May 21st, three years ago. Um, the history, uh, like I said, street history um, was the cause of that. But that changed me a lot. And uh, I just thought the world was over. I thought that I, I still suffer from it a lot. But uh, like I said, these geckos have changed me. I made a post, I think, recently, or not recently, but um, explaining that these geckos really have changed me and really made me to the person that I want to be. So they save people. It's, it sounds silly. We, I had this conversation with somebody like, is the, like with you, what you've gone through, and you know, a lot of the time these geckos are our escape. So when yeah, you, definitely. When you got someone giving you negative comments on what on our geckos, just remember that person could be suffering from something. Going through you know? and, and that's like uh, there was a stage where I just when I, I had my own business within the reptile community, and uh, it got to the best of me, and it got to a stage where. I didn't want to get up to go get out of bed, but the geckos, I, they made me get out of bed. You know, yeah. sometimes you feel like they are the savior, and sometimes what we Thank do, they give us a, you give us like a purpose. Like I have, I, I have to go and feed them. I, I, I exactly. And like as much as like you're so tired and you're so like you're just in an ignorant spot and you're just like tired and you just don't want to mess with the like the moment you open that tub and you see that gecko just look at you with that little funny goofy yeah, smile. Yeah, you're just like in a whole different mood, <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, and like even my girl noticed it. I mean, uh, in the beginning of our relationship, uh, you know, we were just it, she noticed that I was a, a a different person, and then as soon as I got my started getting into geckos and started wanting to breed and like do all that, you know, she really saw that it made me a different person, and she was just so happy because it saw just the change that these geckos did for me. I think a lot of us, like a lot, a lot of us, a lot of people don't understand how like people that have been in our situation start. You know, sometimes you just need a path. So like it might, it might not necessarily be geckos. You might be somebody who loves sport, cars. Once you find your path, you start removing the negativity in your life. Like I said, you have boys. I, I've got really good friends, and it's been the last couple of years. I'm like, man, you're still doing what we were doing five years ago. You know, and you start moving away and you make new friends. But, I mean, I've got two boys in real life from school and stuff that are my boys, you know. Yeah. I've made friends in this hobby, you know, that have, have been amazing, you know, and they'll be friends for life. It's crazy. And that's the same thing with me. Um, I have a couple friends that uh, I think, to be honest, out of all my friends, um, there's only one person that I can say that uh, – me and him have the same growth and we have came from a lot of ways because we raised in the same type of um, situation and he's just doing so good with his life right now. Um, he's, you know, like I said, he's, he's, he was the same one that motivated me to get a leopard gecko. So uh, mm. he changed, he's changed a lot. Um, and from his background, you wouldn't even think that he can, he would be on his own doing his own thing. And he's just doing it. He doesn't give a shit about anybody. He's just doing what he has to do to live and survive. And that's why me and him get along so well out of all my friends. Cause all my friends now are getting older. They just think, Oh, this and that, blah, 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 do this. I'm like, nah, man. I was like, there's a different purpose in life now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but that girl, before we get into crazy talking, um, he's a, she's a beauty, man. Um, She's my best tangerine tremper that I have. Um, she's getting a little chunky. She likes to eat a lot. 
Yeah, there goes the the main the outcross pug. That right. About. His, his name, and yeah, I said to my girlfriend, right, if we're getting a dog, I'm naming him, right? Yeah. Don Pablo Emilio Escobar. Say <laughs> no more. <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's that. That's what I like to, like, sorry, she's freaking out. This is the gecko I tell you I can't get a picture of. I'm going to try today, and I'll try today, but she just freaks out on me. Let me put her back before she gets all crazy. But same thing with her, what I was talking about. Um, she actually is from, uh, I don't know if you know, BM Geckos. He's off the uh, Most Wanted Geckos. What's up, bro? Glad you can make it. Um, he uh, He's doing a lot of good stuff with the clowns. He's one of the, like, he's honestly, he's the best right now for clowns right now. He has the best clowns. Um, BM Geckos, check him out. Anybody in the UK, everybody, whoever is in this chat, check out BM Geckos. He has some good stuff, too. Um. David, his name's David, I think, or David. I can't remember. I think it's Dave. Um, his clown game, man, is off the charts. I'm sorry, David. Uh, over at Bubba's Geckos, your 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 clowns are ain't compared to to uh, BM Geckos. But I got his uh, his tangerine line from um, their original. That girl's original tangerine line from uh, Ron Tremper himself. So when I bought that, even knowing I didn't have a project for her yet. Um, and I don't have a project right now for her, but I just can't let her go just because of what how much she means to me. You know what I mean? She was like literally my third gecko of getting that was quality genetics and proper genetics and proper history. Um, so that way she, she's been coming along. But like I said, the she's from the original Tangible lines. A lot of people ask me where my tremper stuff is coming from and what I'm incubating and that's that's her. She most of I have some eggs supposed to be popping out in the next two weeks. Like I said, I have eggs coming out in the next two weeks. Um Did you say that was the Tangelo line? Yeah, Tangelo line. Yeah, mate. These old school morphs. Are the Tangelo are old. It's like someone come up to me and went, Oh stone stonewash, is that new? I'm like, no. No, it's old oh, school. These old school morphs, yeah. they're doing bits. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the reason why I have like she can't go anywhere. She's in my clutches for long. I can't yeah. I'm letting her go, even if um, I get tired of trampers. Um, she won't. She still be with. Me. Um, I do want to get into rainwaters as well. Um, I like the rain because a lot of people aren't working with rainwaters just because of how washed out the look looks. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't notice trampers used to look like that back in the day. Um, yeah. Just that a lot of people worked with trampers more because they work well with everything. Um, but crossing things in various tangerine more. Yeah. And that's, yeah, exactly. So the crosses are a lot better with trimpers right now just because we haven't unlocked uh, the potential of rainwaters. I mean, the magma lines, the lava lines, the uh, I've whatever. got firewater. That's the colors in that are crazy. Yeah, sorry, that came from America, LM, LM geckos. Yeah, see, firewaters, all that. I mean, the potential, I think Chad Ramsey is one of our breeders over here. Uh, over at Ramsey's Reptiles, you should check him out. Um, yeah. He's working with the same thing, and his magma lines are intense. Um, and he's just working on bringing brighter rainwaters. And so I definitely want to start working with rainwaters just because a lot of people don't work with them. And a lot of people, like they say, they're washed out. But a lot of people just don't know the potential in a washed-out gecko. You can have a washed-out gecko and have best tangerines down the line. You just 100%. have to. Yeah. yeah. Lizzie, yeah, Brett from oh, it's Brett. Yeah, sorry, where did I get Dave from? I think it's Brett. Yeah, I don't even know. BM Gecko, sorry, I thought I was thinking about somebody's up. 
I don't know what I'm doing. I know it's a lot of Americans have uh, like British names. So there's a lot yeah. of Georges, a lot of Kevins, a lot of Davids. Shout out to Kevin too from uh, Kevin Ferran Geckos or whatever. KF Geckos, KFC Geckos, I think his name is. I don't know. I told you, I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry if I'm not getting the names right. I just, I look at pages and I don't really pay attention to the names. I'm just paying attention to the, their geckos. So I kind of know what their name are, but yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, he has, I think he's working on Giants too. Um, I mean, to talk to him because I saw one of, he had one of his geckos labeled as Het uh, Giant and I wanted to tell him, I was like, bro, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do it to me. No, not another one. Yeah. <laughs> not another one of these. Uh, yeah. I haven't really talked to him like that. I mean, but he's a cool guy. Um, I just haven't made a statement because I don't work with the line and I don't want to think that I know what I'm, but I know for a fact me and uh, Ryan are having the same conversation. Um, it's saying like, it's just like saying uh, Giants or like, how can I put it? Um, it's like saying a het black knight. Yeah, exactly. Het black knight. No, no yeah. there's no way. No way. It's lion bread, like a black knight. Yeah. With a giant, if you've got a super giant, and you've got a non-super giant, if you cross those together, I understand why, why they think there's a het. So if you've got a, if you've got a super giant and your parents were a normal, you're going to get some big geckos, but they're not going to be to that giant size. But exactly. if you hold that baby back and pair that back to that, you're going to get big geckos again, which makes people think, oh, hang on, it must be a het because that exactly. wasn't a giant. But what it is, it comes down to bloodline, in my opinion. Bloodline and genetic. Big gecko to big gecko. Like the same thing with people like... Uh... A six foot person with a five foot person will make on average a five eight, five six, five seven. Um, that five seven, five eight baby goes back with a a bigger bigger person, the baby's gonna be six foot, six plus. It's just all about genetics. Um and that's what we were talking about. I was like, cause it would be weird to say hit giant just because giant I'm not I've never worked with it. I know you're working with them, but um I don't know if there's a color enhancer or um, with, I think so. uh, with giants like i always say to people and i'm learning this is like my i think my third or fourth year with giants um you tell i don't know anybody that has had a dull giant uh right. even if, a lot of the giants are are your stereotypical just your plain albinos they're just tremper maybe max no tremper raptor but you won't find a dull one you will not okay. find a, you would never even if it's just tremper you will never find a dull one i know um I was talking to Kevin at Mutant Geckos, and uh, he just said, you guys in the European, you, you guys are smashing it with the Giants, sort of thing. Right. So we yeah. were, my aim with the Giants is to get as much colour uh, into them as possible. Uh, yeah, and that's, see, so when I made that statement, I didn't know that, uh, that like, so it's so a good thing I learned that from you, um, working with them. Because a lot of people think when you make a statement, it's because you think, no, because when you're working with a specific mm -hmm. line, you're literally seeing the, you're seeing that gecko change throughout its life. Um, you're seeing the color change, the color decreasing. You're seeing what comes out of the crossings. You're seeing what comes out of the babies. So you know what to say when somebody asks you a question. Yeah. So I made a statement before I knew that, but I, from just what noticing, um, literally giants, you're literally putting a, the DNA is just, it's not normal for a regular gecko, and that's why a lot of giants, as you know, a lot of giants don't last as long as because... Yeah. I think big gecko, small organ. Exactly. You think about, like, my biggest male was 178, 178 grams, and he came from Thor, the world's biggest leopard gecko. He was a direct son. And he was always slow and, yep. 
you know, like he had these roles and it's like they couldn't, st I, 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 mate, I brumated him and he was gaining weight. Yeah. That it's just makes me think it's genetic or, you know, you have some people like, for example, I'm a big guy. I've got this guy who I know this guy who's skinny and this guy will eat three dinners, like three dinner plates full of food. And there's me eating a cheeseburger and I put on four stone. Everyone's <laughs> got that. Do you know what I mean? Everyone, it's that, it's to do with genetics. Yeah. And with me, um, a lot of people, they, they say that it's just, it's not to be racist or anything, but they say black people put on muscle tone a lot better than any other pe person. Mm. And it's not really true. It just has to do with your genetics. A lot of a lot of black people have uh, good genetics for that, because um, you notice. But a lot of people also have fast metabolism. Um, yeah. But I'm one of those persons where if I don't eat one meal, I lose like pounds like crazy. And yeah. if I don't keep a certain like like so right now, I'm trying to actually gain weight because um, I'm tired of being scrawny kid and skinny. <laughs> so when you're big, when you're big, no one starts on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, so, and, and that being said, um, my girlfriend hates it because, I mean, like, I eat a lot and she eats a lot. And uh, I put on less weight Don't than her. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah, I won't. I did. So, <laughs> so, um, so that, so we always, she always gets mad about that. But I'm just like, and so, like, I've been gaining weight uh, slowly. So, I gain, like, maybe two pounds a month. And uh, so, but like I said, it's all genetics. I don't work out. I don't, I literally just work, come home, work, come, go home and I have muscle tone that I, a lot of people are working for and a lot of people try to go to the gym for and I literally just build muscle and I shred my own body. Like my body shreds its own way and it just, it just has to do with genetics. It's just really genetics over every, anything else. I mean, and then it's funny because my mom's, and I wanted to tell you this because I think it's funny. Um, my great grandma, I think, or great grandpa, um, are, they came from England. So I have English blood in me. Um, the warriors. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I have English blood in me. I have Jamaican, and I'm also Belizean. Um, so I have like, and I'm also Guatemalan from my grandma's side. So it's funny if you look at my dad's side, they're all tall people because they're Jamaican blood. They're, you know, they're taller people. And then from my mom's side, there's the miniatures because my Guatemalan side is more. And then my grandpa. So it's funny people think I'm adopted because my mom's like just your skin tone. Perfect skin tone, exact same thing, exact same skin tone as my mom. And people think I'm adopted because I'm so dark and like, <laughs> but I tell them I'm just so mixed. Like my mom's literally side from my dad's side is from England. Mm -hmm. And my mom's mom's side is from Guatemala. And then my dad's side is from Jamaica. Um, and just, you know, so I have like so many. So that's why I'm like, I'm, I call myself a mutt too. So, you I'm know, I've, so yeah, I've, I've, got a, I've got a school friend and, um, his mum was from Jamaica and uh, his dad's Italian and there's three brothers. Anyway, Ollie, who's my friend, um, he's like my skin tone. Okay. But his brothers are real dark. Yeah. And whenever, whenever, whenever they go to school, because we've been to school together, it's always like, nah, you got yeah. different dads or there's something. No way. Um, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> all the time. And I used to feel all weird about him. Like, why? I was like, I used to think, I was like, am I really adopted? Cause when you look at it, my mom's like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And so, uh, but the older that she's getting now, she's getting a lot more tanner to herself. Like she's getting a lot uh, more brownish skin color just because she's, you know, been out in the sun for so many years. And so a lot of her color is starting to get darker. But yeah, I used to think it's funny. And like, so there's three of us, my brother that passed away, he was the same color as me. Um, and then my other brother, the middle child, he's, 
you could tell he's from my mom because he's white, just like my mom. So a lot of yeah. people believe that that's her son. But when she had uh, my older brother and me, they're like, are you sure? Like, what's going on there? So, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, tortillas. Yeah, I eat tortillas, man. Like I said, I'm part Guatemalan. So I get a lot of tortillas fed to me. So I, but nothing helps. I promise you. I still won't gain weight. <laughs> just Don't genetics me. it works yeah. like no same with a human one human can't have a baby with another there's no explanation just genetically not compatible happens with leopard geckos yeah that's how that's how we have it's sad to say um that's why we have a lot of um you know special ed kid it's just the genetics when they bond like the dna that bonds it just doesn't cope with each other and we just we have no way of knowing we have no way of understanding why that happens but you know that that's also one thing in life that i want to achieve is a uh, start like you know having a where i can start anything that i make in my lifetime is just donating to kids like that just because um i don't talk about it but my brother that passed away uh his his son my nephew mm. um he's a uh, special ed as well but i just don't talk about it just because um i'm sensitive sensitive about it but you know so but he is a case that I want to start helping kids like that. It's just, it's crazy when you start seeing that happen to your own family. It's like, you want to sh like share awareness. Like, yeah. Hey, this is actually a big thing out there. And, um, he's not bad. He's not really like a special. Until it happens to you. You don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand what people go through. Now that I have my nephew, that's like that. I know what it's like and I know the feeling and, um, yeah. but he's not the worst. I mean, he's, he's definitely, he just has speech impediments. He can't really talk and, like he can't like he's already like at five like six years old and he just can't talk really good he doesn't have good speech and um so i definitely i understand it so but yeah. what you said where do you recommend researching morphs researching morphs i would say gecko boa yeah gecko boa as well um i usually try to say ask around because i like people to ask me questions just because it helps me learn more of like know what people want to know so mm -hmm. that way be more prepared but gecko Bo is a good website uh he has a on his website he has a good uh where he has a genetic page and he explains all the uh lemon frost genes uh stay away from that not breed lemon frost don't uh he explains all the tangerine lines that's out there that he knows of from back in the day so it's just good because he's been a breeder from back in the day so you get the exact where everything came from because he's i don't want to say but he's an old man so <laughs> but uh <laughs> Definitely, Gecko Bo has all that. Um, Gecko, I can't remember who else had it on their website. There's a couple websites that shares uh, shares uh, information like that. Um, Gecko Wiki, I think we have out here. Um, they're not updated. I wouldn't go with that 100%, but they do have some the old Morse, obviously the Trimpers when they were just coming out, and a lot of uh, the albinos that were coming out, the chocolate i don't know why people call them chocolate i don't like it i hate it cha-ching cha-ching <laughs> yeah. but yeah and then um so a lot of that stuff from uh and i think the urban geckos has like listing he he does it on the morphs that he sells though he doesn't really have like a variety um yeah he does it on the morphs that he works with and explains them so those well, you are said spot on like look around like uh you could ask Dave, oh, how how does your tangerine trempers work? Ask around. Everyone's the, it's like I, I've only recently discovered that uh, I, I, apparently um, in America um, the, with the red diamonds, there's been some issues popping up, and I'm like, oh well, I, I didn't know this. And I, 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 at first, I was a little bit like, I wish I didn't cross the red diamond. I really wish I imported the mail. And now I'm like, you know what? 
I think I've, I've, I've strengthened up that bloodline if there is an issue. Yeah, I've, um, I've definitely seen some awareness with the red diamond as well. Um, I think it's the same neurological disorders that they're having, like white and yellow and stuff. Um, yeah. And I'm noticing white and yellow is an issue because I got a white and yellow trimper girl. Um, I got her when she was like, I want to say 15 grams um, or a little bit less um, just because I picked her up locally. Not locally. Um, I picked her up from the breeder because um, I was born and raised in Los Angeles and I always go visit time to time with my mom and stuff and chat with my mom. So I'm always down there visiting and um, I picked up some stuff down there when I was down when I was down there. And uh, I do notice my white and yellow girl, she doesn't have like neurological issues, but she, she kind of does because she like mutilates her toes. Like she won't, she'll mm -hmm. eat like she does if there's like one little simple stuck shed or nothing she just goes crazy i don't know if it's with her neurological issues but other than why she's a good feeder um she doesn't do spins she doesn't she's quite tame she's the tamest yeah. gecko and so yeah i don't know it could be with the white and yellow gene um i am scared to breed her but um like i said i she doesn't show me that there's signs that there's something wrong with her so i'll i'll pair her in um See how obviously the hatchlings go. Yeah. If you do see issues, you know to retire her, uh, freeze yeah. the eggs, and whatever babies you got, um, pet homes. Um, yeah. It could just be that gecko does that when she sheds. Yeah. You know I mean, a lot of geckos that um, like I tell people because people think that all the geckos are same. It's like it doesn't matter. Every single individual gecko is different. It's funny. It's so weird. They all have their different personalities, and. Um, I have one like that electric female I showed you yesterday that I sent you uh, of that hatching that I showed, uh, showed you earlier. She just hates handling. Like she would not, she'll like, like she'll seem calm. Mm -hmm. Like she want it, like she's all right. And then next thing you know, bam, she's latched onto your finger. Um, I remember when I first got her, cause I have this thing where I like some geckos when they stare at me, they just give me like the googly eyes. I'll put them against my face and like give them a kiss or something. <laughs> I was <laughs> the hood boy's gone soft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, she, I was the worst idea. She latched onto my nose so tight, and she wouldn't let go. And she was like, uh, like an aggressive dog shaking. And I was like, yep. I was like, from then on, I was like, yep. I know that she's that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> damn. I was like, really? So yeah, I definitely have some geckos that are some. They have some personality that makes me laugh. Um, my purple head female. Um. I've never, she's never screamed at me um, until she started breeding. That's when I noticed she screamed. She was more like agitated, which is common when they're breeding. They're a lot more, uh, you know, yeah. hyped, they're stressed. So I understand her, but she's one gecko that I've never had scream at me. Never, you know, the little noises they make at you. Yeah. 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 Crackling weird noise. And she's never did that. And it passed on to the hatching as well. Um, same thing with the hatching. I mean, from the popped out the egg and I took it out the incubator. Cause I, I usually like to, uh, when I hatch geckos, I, a lot of people will take them out the deli cup, scoop them out. I usually like to handle them when they first, they first, just because that first, first thing they've seen. Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. That first contact really helps them down the line with getting used to people. And that's what I'm trying to do as well. Cause if you sell a gecko, that's rambunctious and like a lot of people we sell as well, are not 100% breeders, so they'll keep them as pets. Yeah. And they want geckos that they can handle, and they want geckos that are not moody. So my thing is with Diablo Blancos, don't expect to have a nice gecko because they're not the yeah. – I have 
this same female that uh Wally bought for me, um, a snow Diablo Blanc, she's the same way. She is just hype twenty four seven. And she'll give me this weird look, like when I'm cleaning her tubs and like she looks so like violated when I take her like her hides out. Cause she loves to shit in her hide, so I have to take her hide out every day and wash it out. It's messing with you. Yeah, and like she gives me this weird look in my face. Like she'll stare at me and she's just like crouched down and looks at me like so like she's like, Oh yeah, touch me. Go ahead, touch me. I want you to touch me. And I'm like yeah. it's fun though, just to learn about, you know. Hundred percent. Well on while we're on that topic, I just wanna make people aware when you when you come across breeders that breed in such a big quantity, uh so if you buy a gecko, maybe from Gecko Bow, I haven't personally bought a gecko from Gecko Bow, I'm just putting this as a example, yeah. like uh the t tug. Uh, people like that, they can't handle all these geckos every day. Like, for example, June, he's got a, he's small and selective. He's probably sh gives them so much contact that when you do buy a gecko off of, uh, off a bigger breeder, they're like this. Big yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. And I have noticed that. Um, but like I like I haven't John's geckos. I haven't had problem with them because I know he's a mass breeder. Um, mm. On his live, he said that he tries to produce about a thousand geckos each season. Um, and he's not, like, producing to say that, oh, I just want to produce. He has different projects. But like I said, he's doing it full-time, so that way – and his reputation's up there. So every time he drops geckos, he sells. Um, yeah, yeah. He just dropped, like, two weeks ago, and he sold out. I mean, I remember when he first dropped, when I got my clown mail. I mean, he sold out. He dropped, like, 30 geckos on his site, um, tangerines, and he sold out within minutes. I was like, damn. Like, mm -hmm. And – uh but like his geckos, I, I haven't had problems with. Um, the male, the tangerine, I mean the the clown male, he is kind of feisty, but he doesn't scream at you. He just doesn't like like he freaks out. Like you said, they just go crazy. Um, yeah. But I, I've been working on with him. Like I try, like I say, I try to work on all my geckos and handle them and make sure they're so that way the that temperament passes down onto the hatchings. You know, yeah. So it's like a hundred percent like the the temperament that you. Snakes or whatever, whatever snakes. I've seen it with snakes. I've seen dogs. It's temperament passes down. It's crazy. I had, I had it with, um, when I first got into uh, breeding, uh, it was actually chameleons, Yemen chameleons. And they're notorious to be aggressive and quiet, right. go away. And I mean, the dad was, he never bit and he did puff out, but he, he was the only veiled chameleon I knew that would tolerate being handled. A lot of the time people are like, if you can handle a male veiled chameleon, you're lucky. And, his babies, even the male babies he produced, were the mum. Don't get me wrong, the mum was she Damn. did not care. Right. And I, I feel like that. I know what you mean. I feel like that passed down. Same it does. Dogs, it comes with personalities. Like I'm just like my dad. Do you know what I mean? Right. You might be like your mum or like your dad. Do you know? Oh, my it, does, mom, it does pass my, down. My mom hates it because I'm just like her. It's just it's like crazy. Like I mean, I am identical to her ways, and she just hates it. So we always butt heads, of course, because we're the exact same. But yeah, you clash. Yeah. So yeah, but it's the same thing with dogs. I mean, um, because I I used to breed pit bulls, um, in Belize, just because you have the freedom to do it. Like out here, we always need proper. You need your papers. You need vet bills. You need vet uh qualification. You need. You know, you have to have every animal chip. You have to have – so there's always qualifications out here. It's the reason I haven't done it yet. But um, I've, I've always been in – like I said, I've always been in – sorry, my phone's telling me it's about to die. Um, I've always been into breeding animals. Um, dogs is – pit bulls is my favorite. Um, I love pit bulls just to look. Um, 
they come in different sizes. Um, now we're they're banned here in the UK. Yeah, they're I know. It's so it's like a lot out here starting to get like that where they're banning uh, for you to have them. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, my dog is more than to me than what you're saying, and um, yeah, and like I I show people, I'm like, dude, because people get that rep and they're like, oh yeah. I believe that pit bulls. If I show you my 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 pit bull, she's the sweetest dog you've ever met. Even my, cause I have a border collie mix. Uh, she's mixed with a red healer, I think. Um, and she is the most. She's way wor like worse. She barks at everybody. She doesn't like people. She doesn't like human contact. She doesn't like um, even me when I come in the house. Sometimes too fast, and she growls at me. Um, so it's like, but. Like they just goes to the fact how it depends on the dog and how they're raised. Um, yeah. That dog, my other dog, she just she wasn't raised like that. She's just a, uh, I don't know, it's just the way she is. I mean, she's never bitten anybody, but um, I don't trust her for sure. Um, but my, like I said, my pit bull, everybody who comes over, she's jumping on everybody. She's licking. She's never yeah. growling, bark. Even if you come and if you if you're new and you try to touch it, she screams her lungs out. She thinks she's dying. She thinks you're trying to. Kill <laughs> She's so coward, and it's just like even when like if we're sitting here, me and my girl, we're having a conversation, watching TV. And we get up too fast. Oh my god, she takes off with like a hundred miles an hour, and she thinks you're coming at her, and it's just it's so funny. It's crazy. That's good, man. It's I've seen some TikToks, and people are like, oh, so you wanna you wanna get rid of this breed, and it's like the most soppiest dog you've ever seen. I just think with pit bulls, they just have if there's a bad owner, they have the tools to do damage. That's the thing with pit exactly. Bulls. It's bad owners. If I'm honest with you, you'll get more aggressive dogs are probably like your Jack Russells and uh, yep. maybe things like that. Little yappy dogs, they're Chihuahuas. more aggressive. Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Oh. Those little things, I swear, I don't know what it is, but my God, they, they're the they're like Hulk or something. I, my cousins have them, my girl's mom my girl's parents has has one and she is she's more or less the calmer two i've ever met but my cousin she was man you can't um, <laughs> he bullies because he has a my cousin has a german short hair uh pointer and a and a boxing boxing i can't even speak austin terrier mixed with a shih tzu and mm. he punks on those dogs and i'm like dude you see how small you are compared to those dogs and he doesn't care he's growling he barks i know man bites you when you pick him up and you like give him kisses he bites you i'm like man i'm like what's wrong with you <laughs> you know it's a uh, chihuahuas i've seen are the most terror and everybody's like yeah chihuahuas i want chihuahuas like they're uh, worse than pit bulls like they yeah they bite they're so hard to train as well apparently too they're way harder um uh, anyway like junior bulldogs. my girl i can hear her banging on the <laughs> yeah to get out so, of here but uh but it was it was good talking to you um yeah for sure um everybody stay tuned we got stuff coming um this year was a little slow but uh next year for sure we're gonna have more heat um like i said i almost got out the other day just due to but i'm i'm sticking in um i'm trying my best i i don't think i'll give up on on my geckos I'm trying my best to figure out how i'm gonna keep all these geckos and go to school and do all this but i'll, I'll make it work because my girl oh and obviously uh we're gonna be bringing in some um some cresties George yeah we're gonna we have to do another live now about yeah, and then we got coming in next week i think and uh so we'll be talking about the morphs we're getting in i think we're getting some harley quins next week some dark some dark harley, uh harley quins and some pinstripes um and like i told you i explained the uh the try is what i want to get next i yeah. love it. 
Oh, that's, that's my main thing here is tries. Yeah, I love it. This has been this has been a, a, a sick live. I was really yeah, nice no. to get to know you as a person. Obviously, you shared some stuff personally, and yeah. um, we're all grateful. You have got fans here in the UK, man. So, and also no. big up your girlfriend because of my, my girlfriend. She's a big part of all this about them. Yeah, you know, I they, they do the help out. The only thing I can't get her to do yet is feed because she hates mealworm. So, but yeah, um, yeah, she definitely help me now and again. She'll help me clean. So I think if we uh, a system, we'll definitely be able to start growing sufficiently and make sure everything's all right so perfect man but anyway anyone watching this if you want to tune in this goes on youtube and spotify um we get most of our views on youtube and spotify um make sure you tune into juniors geckos it's at junior i think it's dash underscore. juniors underscore geckos yeah there you go Give him a message, as you can tell. He's he's a he's a he's in it for the good reasons. He's yeah, man. All I'm gonna say is you're you're a good lad, and um, your your brother will be proud of you, mate. You're you're a really yeah, good guy. Appreciate it. You're a good person too. Uh, I like your vibe, so I definitely think we can work some stuff. And like I told you, if there's in the future, if you want anything from my collection, I told you we'll work it out. I mean, I'm not like I said, I don't expect anything, so for sure, um, we can work something out. So. And vice versa, man. Appreciate it, Juno. You have All a good uh, right. Friday. Take care. See, See ya, later, man. Thank you, right. everybody.